What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship Podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello, hello. Hello, Devin. And we're joined by returning, three-peat returning guest, Dennis Terrell. <laughs> hey guys. Hey, Dennis. Glad to be back. Good. Yeah, man. Glad to have you. All right, Devin, what do you got for us today? I'm uh, going back to a book that I've gone before, and it's not the Life's Little Secret book. Oh, man. It's uh, Rick Rubin's inspirational book. So here we go. If we like what we are creating, we don't have to know why. Sometimes the reasons are obvious, sometimes not. And they can change over time. It would be good for any of a thousand different reasons when we're making things we love our mission is accomplished there's nothing at all to figure out all right all right i like i like the end of it when we're making things we love or basically when we're making things you're, when you're making something you're happy with, your mission is accomplished right there and then. There's nothing mm. more you have to figure out. Like, mm. why do I like this? Should I be doing this? C- could I do something different? I think just the the process of making something that you're happy with and you love, it's like, it's done. That's that's a great thing yeah. you've done. And, and, and you should be, uh, at least to a certain degree, you should be happy with it. Like, oh, cool, I made this great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think... Uh, that's I think that's one of the key elements of making is that making is what's enjoyable, right? It's like mm. if if you're making something you love, that's you've already you're already done it, right? Because it's the making part. That's the whole is like what's better? Is it just? I think that also kind of talks to some people's um, the idea of like getting to the end and having kind of a letdown, you know? Because you're like done the thing that you've been working on, you've loved to do. So you finished, you like there's an a sense of accomplishment, but there's also a sense of like, like kind of okay, well, now what? You know, I'm like I'm done it. It's done. This whole thing that I've enjoyed making all along. Yeah, there, I, there's also a little bit um, of maybe you're embarrassed to make something. Like, what if it's like hobby related? What if it's like mm. 
video game related or you know stuff like that that you may think like like I don't know like is this an adult thing but if you're loving it like wh- why not just <laughs> just make it I think that's a great quote I think they should use that as the motto for maker camp um, yeah right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I know I know that feeling you know you make something you, you know you you spend well for me like whatever it is 100 hours on a knife you look at it you admire it for 20 minutes while you take pictures and then you're on to the next one <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> i guess that's um I, I think that's also how some people get burnt out on doing things right you like start doing something you love and then you make you get oh, to the right. point where you're making it right. and, and you know it's the i guess you lose the joy of making maybe when you're when it's when i don't know like maybe maybe you need some time to enjoy the thing that you made or maybe it's just uh maybe it depends it, well, on what the what the back you know what what you're getting in return for it maybe i don't know but but i see it as a positive thing because like i enjoyed making it so much now i'm done now i want to start on the next one <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> go through all the processes that you love all along the way right, right. Yeah. yeah, I just finished one, and I was like, "Wow!" And I took pictures today for the video, and then I'm like, "Well, oh, okay, time to work on the next one." <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you feel letting go of a knife you love? I'm sure you're happy to sell it off. You know, that's a goal for a lot of your knives. How do you feel doing that? I don't get uh, attached to knives for some reason. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, I really want to keep this one." I'm much i love seeing them leave as much as i love making them you know and it's not just about the money and selling them and stuff i just i i'm not a collector I, i've never collected my own like any knives so right certainly not collecting my the only ones i keep of my own are the ones that have defects that i i won't sell right <laughs> out of default you're like well i can't give this one the island of misfit so. knives mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah right Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's also true. You know, it's, it's the idea of your, you enjoy the process of making it all the different steps. Right. So seeing it go is just, it, I guess, it, I guess it reiterates the fact that you're just ready to start the next thing, you know, build another yep. one and do even, you know, even better, learn more. And I think also the satisfaction of having that thing that you created, that you do love, that you really enjoyed making. And there's that history there with you. And there's that story that's built around now it's out in the world. And it's like someone else is part of their story now, which I think is always kind of cool. You know, like you see these, not often do we as makers get to see the story go on past what we do after we give it away. But then when you do, it's really cool. Like I know I've heard, I've had people reach back out to me of stuff that I've made and given them and they'll show me pictures of what, how they use it or they'll send something back saying that they really enjoy it. Or, you know, that's always like, cool. Like, Oh yeah, there's this whole new life that this object has (laughs) that I had a whole relationship with and now it's gone and it has a whole new relationship with someone else. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of cool thing. It's like they have a, a life of their own. Yeah, this is the the third blade show in a row where one of my customers has sent me back a knife so I could take it back to blade show just to put on display. <laughs> nice. So so that's that... really cool to get them returned yeah. and see them and you know, buff them up and touch them up and whatever and you have them on display on the table. Is so, that by your request? Like you're reaching out and me like, "Hey, I'd like to show this one because this one had a significant, you know, it's got a significant story to my work um, or both both um and okay. the, the first time was the 
the guy offered. It's the one that's on that's actually on the cover of the Knives magazine, the, the Blade right. magazine. And then nice. the gold one, um, yeah. we had talked about that, hey, I want it. Yes, I'll send it to you, but I want it back for Blade Show. And he's more oh, than happy gotcha. to, to send it back. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's like a classic car or something. Like, yeah, I have it in my possession, but I still want others to see it. Like, this is a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, exactly. you, and then you feel good when someone else has like gets to see your, your cool thing that you've bought. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a bit so of what, uh, ego there. <laughs> yeah, so um, the what's the knife that's coming with you this year? The gold knife, the, the, gold the one. Knife. Okay, yeah, I can yeah. yeah, right, right. Nice, awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I was gonna say, Dust. Um, why are we here, Dustin and Dennis? What are we doing today? <laughs> or we can we can start. We can tease that. We're, gonna we're not gonna make. Them. We're not gonna make everyone wait until the end. We're just gonna go over some Blade Show stuff and stuff we've been up to. But then we're gonna get to it, and we're not gonna wait till the very end. But what are we doing here? Right, yeah. So, uh, so we have Dennis on with us because Dennis is the captain. He's the he's the <laughs> helmsman of our Chopper Challenge of the YouTube Knife Maker Challenges, uh, the Chopper Edition, which we all just completed and finished and had our videos come up and the voting has been completed and the winners are known but not announced yet. So we have Dennis on with us today to make that announcement and talk about the Chopper Challenge as well as other things that we're doing in our lives. But uh. We will get to that before too long, but we, uh, before we do that, we want to kind of start off with just what we're up to, which is normally what Devin and I oh. do after the, uh, after the introduction. And since this is Dennis's third time back, it's more just like hanging out with a, with an old friend on the podcast. And so, uh, <laughs> what have oh. you been up to De Dennis? Anything cool happened in well, your shop for, recently? For, first of all, first of all, I got to congratulate, uh, Devin on the, uh, the new arrival coming soon. Congrats. Oh, yeah, all thank right. You. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're not quite outnumbered yet, but if this happens again, <laughs> you got, you got one already, right? This will be two. Yeah. Well, no. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a boy this time. So I got a, uh, ally. Uh, you think, you think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, <right. laughs> I don't um, think about that. Yeah. Like, you know, we have three, obviously there are four brothers and I definitely think we were more on our mom's side most of the time than our dad. So, <laughs> uh, well, boys are a handful. Uh, I have two and they are definitely a handful when they're young. They're easier when they're older, unlike girls. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that it's is the opposite. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, thanks man. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Good, good. Um, as far as me, I'm just like busy, like work's been, the day job's been kind of busy lately, but um, I'm just gearing up for Blade Show now, getting some videos done, um, you know, and it's like this This challenge always culminates right before the, the, the Blade Show rush, yep. which is mm -hmm. also just happened to be when I got busy for work, and so it's been a pretty busy uh, month or so. That's wild. What uh? What do you do again, Dennis? I'm a director of engineering at a software company. Ooh. Ah, gotcha. Nice. Yeah, so there's always something. Yeah, it's been uh, it, it, likewise the same thing for us with, with you know us coming up to the end of the challenge. We Devin and I are both super busy. He's got baseball starting back up, and I have like the end of the school year start coming up. So we've got like final shows and exams and all this stuff. So it all like ends up culminating right at the end of like. You know, and also sailing season starts, so there's all sorts of fun stuff. But uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been... every year, Dennis. It's like I'm asking Dustin like constantly, how many weeks do we have? Like, what's the okay? What's the thing? And we're always like, I think 
they usually give us like Dennis gives us an extra day. He says it's this day, but I think we got one more. Like, <laughs> can I have another day to edit? Like, what can we do? And and this time, like, trying to get the video out, I had I exported it accidentally in 10, 1080, which we don't do anymore. We're, we're doing all 4K. So I was like so upset, and <laughs> I was like, oh no! <laughs> it was like an overnight export because the video is whatever thirty five minutes long, and it took forever. So then I redid it all and like went to work and, and like I was like, well, I hope it's done when I get back because it's the night before. And <laughs> but we we got it, we did it. Yeah, we had a, we had a few people that were like burning the midnight oil uh, trying to get yeah. them. I know that's the thing too. Like we, you know, we had we started ours pretty early, but then just in like, the it was like three months ago. Yeah, or maybe it was. I think it was like two months before the deadline, and and then after we shot like maybe the first two days or whatever, then Devin, you got COVID, so like right in the middle, and it was like a long bout of COVID where you were like sick for a day, but then you were COVID positive for like ten days or something. Like yeah, crazy. it was almost like two weeks, and I had something else, and it was so we like two or three weeks got knocked out right there. <laughs> it's always something. Yeah, I was even late. Like I usually like to be ahead of schedule but i got mine to the point where i got it past all the danger zones like <laughs> like i got a yeah, past right. heat treat you know and then i was like okay yeah. and then i was like put it on the shelf for almost a month because um, <laughs> i was busy with other projects and other oh and blade texas was in there so i was yep. doing some stuff for blade texas that was in march so it was just a whole bunch of you know but it was a busy yeah. spring yeah, I know. I was seeing like I was watching you and everybody else, like everybody post on Instagram, like kind of updates and stuff. And I was seeing you post like getting closer to the deadline, and I was like, I thought that I was like, man, that's crazy. De- Dennis is usually pretty good on it; like he's usually like done by this time. But you know, we think you know it's we're last minute or whatever. Then there were other people who you know things failed or whatever at the like the very last minute they had to start all over it's just crazy like <laughs> crazy how fa- how fast people turn around stuff I'm like jeez keaton didn't oh, start till like lovely. the week before it's nuts <laughs> <laughs> and didn't aaron aaron like his didn't his blade break or something he had to redo his at the last minute too like oh on a different chopper. challenge yeah yeah uh, yeah that's crazy crazy yeah. stuff you think you think it's easy like these are oh you know we all all these like seasoned youtubers who do this all the time like you give us one hard deadline and everyone's like ah. well and plus the the five guys that didn't didn't make the deadline i know what the heck that's crazy yeah, yeah. oh man yeah don't bust any balls too much but yeah call that was, them out yeah <laughs> make a list like, <laughs> these people no it's yeah, well, what do you I get it yeah. happens, but it's the, you know, they need to communicate yeah, yeah. a little more. <laughs> right, yeah, because I mean, that with us, like, we were we were going to do the Bowie challenge and just could not, it was, I just true. couldn't get it, we couldn't did. get it under our belts. And then I, yeah, I mean, I at least reached out to you. I think it was a, a couple weeks or a month or so, but ahead yeah, of time. It was like a, a month ahead. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it was <laughs> enough time, right, exactly. Like, that was the whole point. Like, let me give you enough heads up, being like, hey, I'm really sorry. We just can't do it. I know we said we would, but we can't. Hopefully, that's enough time for you to be able to change whatever information's gone out so that find way we're not there. Yeah, or find someone else, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's been, it's been cool. Um, so, what are you what are you working on now, Dennis? Yeah, I know you said you're working on stuff for Blade. Uh, I just finished a really fancy dagger. That's mm-hmm. got this. Uh, the video comes out Saturday. It's this really complex Damascus pattern. There's like a sunset 
that I did in like a 3D printed mold. Ooh. Oh, cool. And then the sunset is over the ocean, and then there's like this. You know how like sometimes you see the sun and you see like the reflect, like a long reflection of the sun in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like in the Damascus. That's so cool. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a quillion dagger with the fluted, spiral fluted handle. And yeah, it's, it's probably one of the most, you know, I, I think one of the most impressive builds I've done. So, What um, is that? Uh, is the handle Osage? No, it's um, it is a yellow. Right, it's a dyed. I think it's maple. I think it's a dyed maple, but it's like this bright, bright orange, and I wanted it to look like the sun. Um, Yeah, nice. So, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I've been. I was. You started talking about it. I was like, oh, I remember seeing that. Like, I remember seeing the reflection. I forgot I posted on it. Yeah, yeah, it looks super cool. And I, yeah, when you posted that and I saw like the fluted handle when you had carved it, but you know, hadn't finished it or quite yet. I was like looking, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's Osage. Like, I, I love Osage, although Osage doesn't have a ton of like interesting grain unless you get near a knot or something. But, right. But it, like, it had, it's a beautiful wood and it's great for bow making. And I've used it for knife handles as well. And it ages really well because it turns like this kind of dark brownie red, which is cool. But, um, but it doesn't have a ton of like character knife stuff. So, yeah, man, this looks, it looks awesome. Super cool. So that one is that on Instagram? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought you had some secret thing. You're like, oh, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) We do have a secret thing. You have a secret channel. (laughs) It's called, slack <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> which Devin like he'll like join and then he's like I can't dig it. it's too much too many people just talking about knives and stuff and he, then he leaves <laughs> well he's like yeah, just let me know <laughs> it'll be discord soon and that'll be a little easier I think ah right on oh yeah, cool nice. that's where we're do we do a little bit of Patreon stuff on that and we'll probably yeah, bring we... that up eventually but it's nice yeah I do the same and that's why I wanted to like centralize it on one one platform yeah, yeah. that's a great idea yeah, and there's a lot more like options to how you can kind of throw some stuff in there in different groups and different chats and stuff. That'd be cool. Nice. Um, I want to switch gears real quick. Something I've been up to. Talk about what, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, we're not switching well, gears, still what we're up to. What well, you, it, yeah. it is, it, but it's a different gear. This The first thing okay. I'm going to talk about is not making. It's oh. getting your money back, right? <laughs> the, the ongoing thing on this, on this podcast is me trying to figure out, talk to customer service and... and right wrongs you know <laughs> Ask i'm for doing the good guy i'm do, doing god's work basically <laughs> um, so for the last two years i've been getting charged adobe this, the adobe suite which is you know photoshop and premiere and a lot of these things yeah um and i could not figure out where i was getting charged it was one of those things where you get charged and then you're like oh shit like we got to figure out where that is and then you don't. And then you forget do it. about it. <laughs> and then four months go by, and you're like, "Man, we're still getting charged for that. We got to figure that out." And then six months go by, <laughs> you know. Son of a, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, like two months ago, I'm like, just like call the bank and like say this is a fraudulent charge. Like we don't we don't know what this. I mean, we know what it is, but we don't know why we're getting charged. Right. Because we have a different licensing for that that we with that we use. Um. So. I don't know why we're getting charged. And finally, so there's this new um, Adobe suite thing called Firefox. That's like their new AI design thing where you can type in whatever you want and it makes an image, right? So I I was trying to get to the beta. And um, 
they sent me an email, Devin, like you're in the beta. And I was like, oh, cool. So it's like the other craftsmanship. I'll, I'll use that um, account. And then, no, it's not that one. It's your other account. I was like, oh, that's the old, my old other school account. And I was like, well, that's been closed for a long time. And then I figured out there's like multiple, like personal <laughs> and, and educator like accounts. Right. So there yeah. was a hidden personal account that I had been getting charged for for two years. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so I found it, and I was like, finally, oh, there it is. And I saw all the charges, and I was like, well, I'm going to talk to customer service, see what I can do. And I'm like, hey, I've been getting charged um, not on my educator account, on something else. I don't use this. I never used it. You can see that I never used it. And right away, they're like, yeah, we see that. Okay, we'll refund you six months and cancel it. I was like, oh, great. But then I was like, well, let me go back and see how long it's been. And it was like, yeah, it was like June in 2000, uh, in like in like 21 or something, you know. <laughs> Jeez. So I go, well, I've been using it for this long, or I've, I've been being charged for this long, and I'm not using it. And they get right back to me like, okay, we'll refund that too. <laughs> I was like, Dang, oh, nice. nice. So, they, so they tried to placate with six. And I was yeah. like, well, I might as well just keep asking. <laughs> until they say no i'm like how about all of it that you've been taking from me and they were like okay <laughs> like okay you're right <laughs> you're right we can see that Doesn't you used it ask. yeah Jeez, that's sure crazy. enough so 500 how they 500 570 okay. is coming back dang jeez, wow. yeah. man that's crazy it's yeah, and that's the thing. Like the, it's just those little things here and there. Like, they you, add you know, up. If you like don't 20, pay attention to it. Yeah, right. You twenty bucks a month, twenty five, and then mm-hmm. you know years go by and you've paid people five hundred seventy dollars for no reason. They just keep taking it. Everyone who's like listening right now, who's really good with their finances, is like, "How could you have avoided that for two years?" <laughs> and you and I were like, "Yeah, it makes sense. Twenty bucks here and there. What are you gonna do?" Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the worst for that is all these streaming services. Because oh, yeah, yeah. exactly, like, right. oh man, everyone's got a plus now. Like, yep, yeah, <laughs> Disney Plus, yeah, you sign Paramount, up, right? right. Uh huh. You sign yeah. up for like the the one month preview, and then they like try to get you for that extra month that you spent like two oh, days. Yeah. They're like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that you got your money back though. That's crazy. Uh, me, me too. too. Me, I think everyone. So, so try everyone if you. I guess. I wonder how they could tell that you weren't using it. On that account, I, I guess it's like I mean, I guess it shows like how much. Yeah, time you it's all somehow. it's it's all cloud now, so I'm sure they have the like, how Log active is this person yeah. on this account, and it will right. show that I haven't been on there in two years. Right. So and probably somehow, right, if that yeah. happens again, the key is to have like a just thing to go in with, right? You're not right, trying to get yeah. away with anything. You're just trying like, to get what is rightfully yours. So you right, go in exactly. with that, and like, hey man, like I haven't. You can see I haven't used it. And I use another account, and they're both educator accounts. So give me a break. <laughs> Come on! And they were like, "Okay." So nice. thank you, Adobe. Yeah, there you uh, go. You know, yeah, there are so some. What do you use in that suite besides Photoshop? Premiere for editing. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I use um, Audition for for editing the podcast. Other than that, occasionally we'll use Illustrator. I'll use Illustrator for stuff because we have like you know a, an account that we both use for the channel. So, but yeah, yeah I mean it's a great suite, and they're going to have that crazy AI thing coming out that does designs whatever you type in instantly. Yeah, images. So yes. thumbnails and 
things like that. And I mean, a lot of times we talk about illustrating ideas like history of a knife or like right uh, a kukri or this or this type of you know Scottish thing. And I'm like, what if we had some images of like where it came from and that type of thing where we we where we would need someone to draw something or we'd have to use copyrighted material which we don't want to do so that right. would be perfect like hey this is a picture of the sword i want can you do an, a sketch illustration style of a scottish battle with this sword up front you know in the image and then it, it will yeah. just it'll create and then you can i mean we'll see how it works but i think you yeah can just i gotta see this in action <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is it insane. It is crazy. Yeah. Like you can Have take you... a you can take a photo of anything and change it in any way you want, make this a snowy scene or you can like I said you can just come up from scratch of whatever t- thing you want in whatever style you want and it will make it right. for you. I guess that's their their like uh, angle is that because they're already a suite that you're supposed to, you're doing your own editing on it gives you all of the tools to be able to input your own imagery right so like, here's this here's a picture of me here's this thing i'm holding now you know spit back out at me me holding it in the middle of you know the battle of antietam or something you know <laughs> right right <laughs> right that's crazy so. dennis have you done anything with any of the ai stuff no, that's one. I'm a UI guy. I don't do anything with uh, <laughs> with any of that. But I'm interested. I mean, I'm I'm very well versed in Photoshop, and I use GIMP because I don't want to pay for Photoshop. But um, <laughs> um, but all the like photo editing software and all that stuff, I'm I'm pretty up to speed on that. Plus all the you know web stuff. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna change a lot of things. So anyway, happy story. Yeah, try it. Awesome. So, t- try it if you're getting charged by Adobe and you haven't used it for a while. Maybe try to get your money back. The <laughs> other thing, real quick, is this uh, Garden Thunderdome I'm building. <laughs> Thunderdome. <laughs> uh, since the last place we lived at, Deer ate our whole, pretty much all our crop except for the spaghetti squash. Um, so we <laughs> had a lot you. of. Squ- I mean, but you know, we, we bake it and t- make it taste good. But. <laughs> I wanted cucumbers and tomatoes and that stuff, but anyway. Um, so she wanted a deer-proof, like, you know, eight-foot-high uh, fence and that. And so I, we've been building that, and it's kind of, we, like, overdid it. But, I, you know, you see stupid Instagram ones, and it's, like, rich people's backyard. So you're like, I can do that. And you're like, oh, it's $1,000 in lumber. Like, maybe not. Maybe we don't want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, but, scrap um, lumber laying around. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we I kinda did a, a smaller version, but you know, cemented in four by fours and all this pressure treated stuff and then found six foot uh fourteen gauge steel wire for fencing, made for deer fencing. Um yeah. luckily tractor supply had that like in stock. That was the only place where you could find a six foot high one. And you um, need it like what's the size of your what's the dimensions of the garden? Twenty four four by 16 dang oh, that's a yeah huge so garden. that's a yeah <laughs> yeah it's a decent size right so like, that's like you need like 100 feet of fence or whatever like 80 feet uh-huh. of fence or something yeah right Ooh. so yeah so they come in 100 <laughs> and it's not too bad the stuff we got it was like 260 bucks okay but then you gotta buy obviously all the, the lumber's the expensive part all right yeah you gotta buy all that pressure treated lumber 
So but, you should have um, gone. You should have gone the avenue that we went, which is make it all out of bamboo. <laughs> Yours is also great. <laughs> we so Dennis, I built my garden, which is a twenty-five by twenty-five square garden. This is a bunch of years ago. We locally here in Maryland, there's a few places that just have like bamboo that just growing crazy, and so like a couple of the parks. So we just parked at a park and went in and just cut down <laughs> like thirty pieces of bamboo that were you know anywhere between like eight and 20 feet long and put them in the back of my truck and brought home and just, we put, um, uh, in the four corners, we use the green kind of, um, garden stakes, whatever they are, where the metal stake where you can kind of stick it down the garden. And then, and then we just zip tied all the tall bamboo pieces and we had cross pieces across the top and then used deer netting around it all the way. Just make sure that uh, bamboo doesn't sprout or you'll never get rid of it. I know. It's crazy. (laughs) We actually, uh, for my students, I use bamboo as well for building material to do kind of some fun architectural building in the beginning of the year. And every year, if I need more bamboo, I just put a a request out on whatever local, you know, network I'm on. And there's always people that are like, please please come take all the bamboo that I have. I have four acres of it. It'll never go away. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh fortunately I don't think it does very well when you cut it off and stick it back on the ground it doesn't it hasn't oh. rerooted. Well, that's goodness. good. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um most of the gardens in I finished um most of it today with dad, so that was nice. that was good. We're definitely worn out. You feel that summer working outside feeling of labor yeah. plus sun, you know, where you like <laughs> you just baked at the end of the day and but it was um it's good now you know now we just have to you know buy plants and plant them and hopefully they come yeah and and make vegetables because i don't i don't know if we'll ever get the the amount of i don't know if we'll get the money back on it yeah no matter how many vegetables we plant (laughs) (laughs) it's a hobby so we enjoy it so there you go yeah that was kind of our always our mindset too it was like especially when we had corinne when she was little that was part of the fun was like take being out in the garden with her and showing her yeah, stuff and having yeah. her like eat the fresh vegetables off of the plants, which she mm-hmm. always really loved. So it helped her enjoy vegetables when she, you know, got older. So, but yeah. our garden is right. four, four feet by six feet. And, uh, it, we, we can't even manage to keep that alive. So <laughs> <laughs> what do you grow in your four by six feet? Uh, <laughs> The strawberries, which we can't seem to kill, um, and <laughs> well, that's good. They, they're, they're like bamboo. They're like <laughs> they, they won't die, and then they just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, and then tomatoes and everything else dies. The bugs just eat everything else. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, and we're we're talking all we're like we're gonna do this huge deer fence, and then it's just gonna be chipmunks and bugs and birds <laughs> but, yeah, and just all this stuff. There's you can't do anything. So. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. At least it looks halfway decent and and uh, almost done. I posted a few pictures, and uh, nice. I got a few more things to do. But did you, uh, yeah, did you do your door yet? No, that, no. I might. I actually might have you come up for that dust. Okay. Nice. We might do a video because we want short content. So a day long door might be nice. Right. Yeah. Garden door. <laughs> Garden door <laughs> might like be it. nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Nice. Right what you up to? Well, um, so it's the beginning of sailing season, so I've been been on three races so far, one on my own boat and two on friends' boats. And both of my, my left knee and my right 
thigh are like fucked up <laughs> just from being back being back on the water and doing this stuff that I'm not used to doing. Like my legs get used to not trying to do that balance. And oh man, it's like, as soon as I got back on the boats, like my, my left knee has been kind of bothering me for a few years, but this is like, it kind of twinged a little bit more than normal. I don't know what it was, but it's a little annoying. And then, uh, and then I sailed on Tuesday night, and I don't think I did anything weird. But then, like, right before I went to bed, my right quad, like, had a charley horse. And then, then for, like, the last two days, I, my whole quad has been sore. So, I don't know. Maybe so it's you, just turning 40. Yeah, <laughs> like, so you've been up 40. to being old. <laughs> yeah, 40. I know, right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm not a sailor uh, at all. Uh, I love boats, but I'm just not, not sailing vessels. What right. what do you do? Is it because you're moving around? Is it because you're sitting weird? Is it what, what what's the strenuous so, part? Um, so I'm like on our boat. I'm racing, so racing. So I'm kind of moving back and forth. We're moving around the boats a lot. We're doing a lot of like I do trimming. So I'm in the cockpit and I'm going back and forth. And I'm like when we tack the boat back and forth, we've got to bring the sails around. So I'm bringing lines around and cranking and kind of moving around the boat in weird ways. And also, I think it's just the muscles adjusting to the boat moving all the time and so you have all these kind of micro uh, muscles that are flexing yeah. Yeah, you're like but, const- constantly bracing and then there's yeah. these quick movements like all right move now and everyone springs to life and like switches sides and <laughs> right. and then dustin's cranking full speed and those sails to get them tight you really have to you're really yeah. cranking full speed and I'm like, I'm trying to bring the sail around, so I so I release the, the the line on one side around a winch, and then I have it on the other side, and so I'm pulling it, so that way it pulls the sail around. So I'm pulling it as fast as possible. So I'm standing up, and I'm just like grabbing hand over hand and pulling a line. And then as soon as it gets tight, then I wrap it up, and then I put a winch handle on, and I start like cranking it. So it's like kind of bracing, and it's just a weird uh, a weird use of a bunch of weird like muscles and. Right normally after like the first race i'll be a little sore like my back's a little sore my legs are a little bit sore just because they're all these muscles that i haven't used in say five and a half months but um but also my left knee um in the cockpit i'm doing a bunch of like twisting and because the boat is not level you know my feet are in different positions so it's a lot of like twisting on like at my hips and knees and ankles kind of twisting around and moving back and forth so one year when I was actually on the helm, I typically am uh, a trimmer. So I'm in the cockpit, I'm pulling sails around, and I'm trimming them in and out based off of the wind. Um, but I also, if I'm not doing that, then I'm actually driving the boat. So I'm like the main you know, helmsman. And when I'm in that position, I don't do as much movement, but I do kind of when we tack the boat or when we jibe the boat, so we make maneuvers, um, it's a weird kind of we have a tiller handle rather than a wheel for our sailboat. So having to like kind of move that and then step around it or step under it and move across when you're moving to the other side of the boat, it has some like kind of weird movements. And one year I did, I just kind of stepped down and turned and I felt something weird pop in my knee (laughs) and that like kind of swelled up a little bit and bothered me for a little while. So that, that left knee, you know, twinge kind of comes back off and on a little bit based off of what I'm doing. And I'll wear a knee brace sometimes, but of course it had been feeling fine all winter and like, no, you know, like didn't think about it at all for these first couple of races, but I got to get it back on well, just to give me some extra support. Well, I'm warning you another 10 years, you're going to experience all that 
getting up, going in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm not looking so I, forward to it. <laughs> I, t- I took a different route to the pisser, and now my hip isn't working. Exactly. I got a bum uh, knee from uh, getting out of bed. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's been really fun. I'm like absolutely love sailing. It's a huge part of my life. So I'm excited to be back on the water and. And the other thing that we've been working on, which we finished in one day, yes, another one the, day video, is a uh, a a wooden sword. So I've been doing oh, a bunch yeah. of wooden swords for like my daughter and her friends and and like my wife, and we've been doing some costuming stuff for like Ren- Renaissance festivals. And uh, my sword that I made for myself broke just from playing with it in the woods and with my daughter and stuff. So I broke <laughs> some some distance off the tip, and then it like kind of worked its way back and eventually cracked down the whole thing. So. I wanted to make myself a new sword, and so we were like, "Well, it's perfect," because I've I've posted some images of making the sword, and I've had some people reach out and you know say they were interested in see how interested in seeing how it was done. So I was like, "Well, that's a fun. It should be a relatively quick process because it's not like the way I'm showing it is not super complicated. You know, the way and, that I d- I do it. So. And on this one, this is the first time where I I think I was more confident in getting it done in one day than Dustin was. I'm always hopeful it'll get done in one day, but I'm like, there's no way. And Dustin's usually like, oh, I think we can do it. And it's like, it takes way longer. It's like three days of shooting. <laughs> but for this one, I'm like, I think we can do it. Like, we just, I think we have to do it. Like, yeah. You were like, I've got like 10 days of work straight after this. Right. So. Like, the <laughs> longest Orioles homestand of the year. I'm like, we need to get something in the can here. Yeah. Um, and I, that's was, what I was saying. I was like, usually when, when I do them without, if, when I was doing them without shooting a video, it takes me maybe two hours. You know, and like maybe sometimes not even that much because just they don't take very long because the process is pretty quick. And I found out a way to make them that it's fun and easy and quick. Because if I, like my mindset is that if you spend too much time doing it, then you feel precious about it and mm, you don't want to yeah. play with it. You know, because it's like a wooden sword. You're supposed to be able to bang it on stuff and run through the woods and hit things and have sword fights. And and if it breaks, no big deal. You just make another one. So, uh, <laughs> so like right, I could spend a bunch more time and do it, it with like you know, fun laminates and do also like, there could be cool things that I could do, but I wanted to show the quick process. Like this is the way that you can do it. If you want to do it really quick, if you want to make it for your kids now, obviously in my shop, I have, you know, the, the two by 72 grinders and the bandsaw and stuff to make it go quicker. But, but you know, it's It's, just, it's still something you can do without it. So it was fun. Yeah. It's still relatively quick and it came out real nice. And since you use, was it oak? What was it? Black walnut. Black walnut. It, it looked oh, wow. different than all the other ones. It looked <laughs> yeah. really cool. Like, yeah. And it, it just came out really nice. Um, what yeah, style of sword is it? I haven't seen it. So yet. it's a. It's oh, a well, you yeah, know, it has, yeah, we know the exact style. <laughs> it hasn't come out yet. It's a. Um, so there's a there's a book called Medieval Swords by Ewan Oakenshot, Oakshot, and um, he does a bunch of different. Uh, types and so this is a, a it's a mix between like a type 13 and a type 18 which are um it's like a german medieval style it's a long sword so you know double-edged um straight guard uh two like hand and a half sword so a, a handle that you can hold with one hand or with two hands um it has a um like a, a fishtail pommel shape and a leather handle wrap okay. and yeah, yeah I'm, made I'm out of black you. walnut. So, so after like once I oiled it, it all went super dark, which is really cool. So, 
Yeah. And it has a has a fuller ground into it, which is kind of fun. I haven't I did that on one one of the swords I made so far, but I thought that'd be kind of just a fun little extra thing to add into it. So that turned out pretty good. Yeah, I got a couple swords planned for the second half of this year. Nice, uh, yeah. right on. Yeah, I've I've been when when the um, the fantasy challenge. Um, what I wanted to do for that was to do uh, needle from uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do Arya, Arya's needle because my daughter Corinne is now thirteen and like she she loves all the like swords and all like you know. Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. She loves all the fantasy stuff. So I was like, okay, well I'll make, I'll make needle. Cause it's kind of like a fencing sword. I can make it dull, you know, so that way she can play with it in the woods and whatnot. And, uh, that was my like idea to do. And so I kind of had, had it all planned out, but then we just didn't have enough time to really do it That's... the way I wanted to do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and we, we slowly talked each other out of it. Like it was like, you're like, well, maybe I'll do like a, 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 a simpler version. Cause mm-hmm. Dustin likes to do simple versions instead of fantasy versions, right? Dustin, you've always preferred, like, not yeah. not just the technical that, side, but you just prefer a classic-looking blade instead of a right. crazy fantasy one. Right, right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and the needle's a tough, that's actually a really hard sword to make because it's so narrow. Yeah, right, it's really narrow, and also it has, like, so, yeah, long and narrow, it's got a guard that's, is kind of it's not just a straight guard so you have to do some type of either like forging to make it because it kind of turns on either side and then it's got a long handle and a, and a kind of cool pommel it's a really cool sword and i thought it was like that's a, a good one and, and the um house of the dragon had just come out so we were like okay well, we can play on that you know like we had all i had all sorts right. of good plans on it but uh I think we just we ran out of like good enough time to do it well and then so we talked about I was like well maybe I'll make like a it was like last minute I was like well maybe I'll make a a wooden version of like a Lord of the Rings sword or something you know and then we're like no we can't do that because then people aren't you know we're gonna get no votes because it's obviously it's like a gimmick you know I was like was it for the votes and we're like we can't really do that so we just like we just ran out yeah, of time. That, We're that, super right. busy. That was the thing. Like, yeah, we can't. Dustin, we won't. We won't have the time to do it well. So, yeah, we'll back out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, and that's the thing. It's like I love all the fantasy stuff, but as a as a maker, I like the really practical things. You know, so it's like for even for the wooden sword I made, it, it's like a very practical long sword. You know, not super fancy. Just like that's what I would want. Like my favorite sword from the Lord of the Rings movies is Aragorn's like strider sword. It's just his like everyday yeah. working sword, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. something about that. It just feels like it's a, it's a real tool that has like a real purpose as, as opposed to, uh, you know, like a piece of art that also serves a purpose, you know? So I like, I like the kind of the, the dichotomy of a tool and a piece of art that they, they go hand in hand. Like the simplicity is the art. That's always been something that I've been, I enjoy and that's my aesthetic. So that's what I always kind of want to go toward. So cool. What are you gonna do? But, but the wooden sword has been really fun. It's been really fun to make. And I, I actually, uh, when I got home today from work, I had about half an hour or so before I had to go back out for another, uh, another engagement. And 
I just took my dogs on a walk around the property and I took the sword with me and I was just like swinging around and hitting trees and stuff. I'm like, yeah, like a little kid playing in the woods. I was just going to say, Dustin is just a little kid. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's what he said in the video. I was like, everyone loves wooden swords. Like, you know, it's just like everyone wanted a cool wooden sword when they were kids. Like, my my wife really likes the one I made for her because like for the Renaissance Festival, like the costumes, like it's just a kind of cool, it's a fun thing, you know? Like, there's no reason we need swords anymore, but... They're, they're an interesting thing. And so a wooden one's fun because you don't feel like you're really going to hurt somebody. And, you know, and then like all little kids want a real one. But, of course, you're not going to get a real one. So. <laughs> well, that, that, that's why some of us are knife makers now because we love playing with swords when we were little kids. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like now I can make it myself. <laughs> um, all right. We want to get into it? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So, um. So, Dennis, we have a couple different categories for the Chopper Challenge this year. And the Chopper Challenge, again, was uh, um, the idea was to give kind of, I guess, a broad um, description of what we could have um, instead of it being, you know, more narrow. And, I, and you know, kind of the conversations we've had with my, within the group um, in my, like, as I'm thinking about it, is kind of like, how do we... Um, accommodate for a bunch of different makers who do different things and how do we kind of keep the audience engaged by showing uh, a variety of things so i know the chopper challenge to me sound like a really cool idea because it gave a lot of a lot of room for translation for what that means like what is a chopper it can be a knife it can be an axe it can be anything that chops so yeah, yeah it, we like to be pretty inclusive and not even for guys that are forging that are stock removal that are whatever so yeah i thought it was a pretty good one yeah yeah i really liked it and um and ours ended up coming like my brother derek sent over an idea and he was like well have you ever made one of these war clubs and that was back i think like early january and i was like oh that's a perfect idea you know like i love it i was like at the time i was thinking i was like and we need to start the chopper challenge and i was like do i do i want to i was thinking maybe like um like uh culinary Japanese type of knife, something that's like a big chopper. I don't know. I was kind of going through my head through all these different ideas and, uh, (laughs) and, and then he sent that over. So it was like a perfect time. And I was like, that's great. I always wanted to make a war club. It's got a big spike. It chops. It's right on the edge of being what a chopper is, but it's just enough different. I think it it was definitely the most unique one. Like all the other ones, there was the axes. There was, there was a lot of big, big honking blades chopper blades, but uh, yeah. the 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 i was gonna say warhammer sorry the Gunstock, battle club the or club, whatever yeah. the war club <laughs> yeah, yeah. was definitely the yeah. most unique one <laughs> yeah and that's what we were thinking we're like okay well you know it does chop and i've actually had quite a, quite a few comments where people are like i like it but it's not really a chopper but okay like <laughs> right. but you, i mean and and you but they're using it the same way that you'd use a hatchet Totally. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. they're all it's all this downstroke yes yeah, into people tool. right it's yeah. i mean you could like maybe it's clubbing but that yeah. you add the blade on it so it's not clubbing anymore it's a it's a chopping motion so i'm i'm gonna be yeah. much more scared if someone comes at me with that than like some of the other blades <laughs> yeah right exactly Cause, Cause, yeah it's yeah it, fear factor <laughs> if, if they miss you with the the spike you're still still gonna hit you with the club like yeah right <laughs> right yeah that thing was no joke like running out of the woods like full tilt and hitting stuff with it like yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i can't imagine it's that's what i'm saying like it's just it's 
it's got a like a level of brutality that's just a little bit eerie you know right, <laughs> like yeah. this thing it's like i normally don't make things that are only serve the purpose of like killing someone but that's pretty much what this is you know it's a it's a, a war weapon and it's pretty much nothing else so it's gonna it'll live like on the wall it looks beautiful which i absolutely love it it turned out great and the wood is ridiculous but uh it's uh yeah not not like not a practical <laughs> build um was was this the main one dennis that got the most love or what was like the runner-up and i'm sure probably a lot of these runner-ups on what you guys decide will be like future uh challenges yeah you're talking about the like the vote for the channel like this this one yeah yeah like everyone voted for this one by a thin margin on the last like the the participating channels kind of you know toss it around and then we usually let the viewers vote but viewers and the um the um uh, channels chose chopper and the one that that i'm not going to give it away but we didn't put a vote out for the next challenge because it was absolutely unanimous uh, on what the challenge yeah. would be between right. the, the channels. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one at the end. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so we have a couple of different categories. So tell us about the categories that you are going to uh, announce the winners for. Sure. So we'll start with the actual YouTube channels. And okay. there was, there's 15 YouTube channels that participated you guys are one um and then there's five judges so the way it works is the 15 channels that's the main competition okay that's what viewers are voting on and it's the way and we started doing this last challenge we're doing it again this challenge where it's a 50 50 weighting between viewer votes and judges votes gotcha so just because we didn't want to get it skewed by you know, people with the biggest social presence or things like that. Right. Um, so, um, yeah. Or like, you know, I was saying to Devin like four or five days ago, I was like, well, I could have my 60 students go on and vote for me. And it would, it would, it would tip the scales pretty dramatically, you know? So I was like, (laughs) but you know, so that, so the idea of like splitting it between viewers and then between the judges is kind of to balance that out some that like that kind of, there's a weird skew there based off of yeah like numbers or or popularity or random you know whatever it is but i really like that i think that's a good um a good addition to the voting yeah and it also it's because there's no prizes for the channels it's all like bragging rights and then one of the things now if you're in the top four you are a judge for the next one yeah right on so that that's the you know part of the uh the allure of it too so we'll right. start with the 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 top four. Uh, I'm not going to go through all 15, but we'll start at the top four because those are the ones that become judges for the next one. All right, all right, yeah, cool. So at in fourth place, which is I, I love this build, um, and this is <laughs> this is one that was done I think in about a week and a half or something like that oh, <laughs> before <man>. the deadline, <laughs> and this was. Uh, uh the axe from uh i'm gonna fail on the name of the game god god of war what's that god uh, of war. okay yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah 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 so it was fairway forge and his oh, interpretation right. of that axe and it's a massive killing machine <laughs> like it's a beautiful axe <laughs> another and <it's> murder <laughs> another piece right. of murder art 
Right. Uh, <laughs> really, great. really, really well done. And, uh, I, and it's a fun video to watch. Uh, Keaton always does a good job uh, mm-hmm. on those. So he, he did really well. Nice. Um, right. Congratulations. Good job. Fourth. Yeah. Cool. All right. And in number three, uh, another axe, uh, which was John from Old Hickory Forge, did a double bit axe, a Damascus double bit axe. Nice. And yeah. it just, the handle is jet black. The, the, the axe head is beautiful. And at the end, he like is throwing this thing, you know, <laughs> like 10 yards into a tree. And it was really, really cool. Uh, that's great and yeah, that you, was a fun build yeah <laughs> yeah and john is like uh if you've never seen him in person he's like i think he's like six four or something he's a big dude yeah, he's a big dude he's <laughs> jacked yeah right yeah. ex-military and, <laughs> and i was uh and i'm commenting on his video like oh like the rest of us have to use a drift uh <laughs> or i mean a punch <laughs> under the press and he did it by hand Oh my gosh, jeez. <laughs> with, with a hand punch, and he's hammering through the, the eye of his axe with a hand punch. I couldn't believe Holy it. cow, to do the original hole. Jeez, right. man. <laughs> Holy cow. But uh, that, was, awesome. that was a great build. Nice. Um, in second place was um, David from Dark Blade Knives. Mm-hmm. And he had probably one of the most fantasy-looking knives in the challenge. Very cool-looking blade. It's a it's a San Mai blade, really really cool looking guard, like a really impressive, yeah. uh, really cool looking knife. So I'm glad uh, to see him in the top four as well. Yeah, that one turned out really nice. That was good too. Yeah. All right. So who do we have for number one? So this is the winner of the main group, the Chopper Challenge for 2023. Yeah. So um, with this, I would borderline call it a sword. Um, this beautiful sword with this beautiful brass, I'm pretty sure it's brass, not bronze, brass guard pommel, this disc in the, in the part of the knife. It's from a game that I'm not familiar with the game, but Blackbeard Projects takes the win this time. Nice. He did so many little embellishments on this one. Like the, I, I don't know the game, but there's like a disc made out of bronze. that's kind of embedded in the blade. Yeah. And he did hand engraving of a hand, which is funny, but in I guess it's part of the uh, um, part of the game uh, into that little disc, and he embedded uh, I don't remember what it was like silver uh, silver wire or something like that. I forget exactly, uh, but really really cool build. And he always does um, like really cool castings uh, of his guards and yeah. things. So he he put a lot of work into it. Yeah, nice. And he's gotten good views on that, too. I think he has, like, um, just, yeah. he's over 100,000 views on it. So it's yeah, been pretty good for his channel. Yeah, I have all the um, all the view counts, and we're going to talk about that at the end. Um, nice. Awesome. Like, the total views for all of the channels. Right. Yep. Nice. Cool. So there you go, Blackbeard Projects. Um, that's good. So it's funny because when – I think it has um, – um, uh, what's his name? Um, Gator, right from Blackbeard. He's been on since the very early on, right? Was he in the every, first challenge? I think he's done every one, right? And so that was one of the things that we thought early on was like, okay, well, it, obviously, you know, the channel with the most viewers is going to get the most votes just out of analytics, right? You're going to have the most views, but but it hasn't always been that way, and um, so it's really cool seeing 
him do something because he always does really good work and he has like he 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 devotes a lot of time into what he's doing and like you said especially with the castings and stuff that he does really cool stuff so yeah and um, his his video yeah, production is job. also also really really good yeah yeah he does a yeah. good job so congrats yeah. to uh blackbeard project it's awesome yeah there you go yeah. cool all right so next on to the judges so all right. All right. in addition to the judges voting on the channels of course the channels mm-hmm. get to vote on who the top judge is yep and only the top judge continues the other four drop down and then those four that i just mentioned are going to move up to be judges gotcha yep nice so in third we actually had a three-way tie Oh man, that's crazy! <laughs> so there's no like fifth, fourth. There's a, just a third. No, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a three way tie between uh, the Rivers Experience, mm-hmm. Nord Artisan, and Trollski. All right. So they all they all balanced <laughs> out in the number of votes. That's crazy. And this is again the votes for the for the uh, the top voting. The judges is based off of the. Challengers, just, yeah, just the main gotcha. challenge. So just the fifteen gotcha. main so challenge. Us and the other fourteen makers who gotcha. Okay, right. Yep. Yes, that's crazy. So we got three third place tie. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, in second place, mm-hmm. and I was really hoping this one was going to win. Um, <laughs> Phil at um, uh, PJT Forges. Just, uh, and I've said this since the beginning. The, if you read the questions on the voting form, it doesn't say vote for the best, uh, the best outcome. It doesn't say vote for right. the best knife. It says vote vote for the best build. And yeah, yeah. his video is hilarious. Like, his is so awesome it's so funny and it's like and it and it turned out awesome but yeah he's hilarious oh my gosh yeah the, like his wait. little teeny antics he's he's the one that did the the bone handle so it's like the leg bone handle and the big wow. like yeah it's yeah and the like orc suit, all, the... oh that's <laughs> right yeah yeah right <laughs> and all his little all his like little snippets about like I don't know, just just his 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 comedic delivery of what he was talking about is so good. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say that I, I voted for him for for yeah. top judge. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so did I. And uh, <laughs> actually, I can't vote for him. judges. Can't I? Don't think could vote. Um, right. <laughs> but I would have. Um, so so that leaves number one, and the last judge we have uh, yeah. is our guest today. Who so is Dennis I'm, Tyrell. Dennis I'm, Tyrell. I'm, honestly, and I said this in the Slack channel, I'm really upset about this because I wanted to compete in the main channel. I think it's a ploy for you guys to keep me in the judges tier so that I can't be in the main challenge. No, we've never had Well, apparently it doesn't matter what tier we put you in. You're just going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a Dennis, a Dennis tier. Yeah, <laughs> Dennis, <laughs> Dennis against himself. Yeah. So I could be better than the best. <laughs> I am going to try to get a guest judge for the next one, and I'm not going to give it away who cool. I'm going to because I haven't asked him yet. But I'm going to try and get right. a guest judge for the next one. That, and he doesn't nice. have to do a build unless he wants to, but um, we'll right. see. He'll but, be, so he'll be a guest judge to add into like the judging of the competitors. Yeah, yeah just for fun. Right on. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But I, I mean, think that'd be I, good. I know that, and you've had some idea of those about that in the past, and I think that's a that's a really cool idea just to add some extra people in who 
I think also the more people that we have judging that know about knife making and know, you know, you kind of know what goes into it and maybe also knows about, um, you know, video production and like creating something that people are seeing. I think the more, you know, the, the better the vote will be, right? Cause right. it's, it has some substantiated like the backing you know. behind it. Yeah. The more you know, the do, more do, you know. Do. Can I be, I, I want to be a production video production judge. Put me in if you ever have a category for that. I want to we, join. We've in. actually taught, thrown around the ideas before of having like different categories in the voting, like <laughs> you know, best, like you know, you know, most entertaining video, funniest video, whatever. And then we, we've always kind of turned it down just because it's hard enough to get people to vote. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so like making them answer multiple questions seems like uh, too much effort for them. So uh, <laughs> I think we need a best slow motion intro of someone smashing fruit. That's, that's my, that's my <laughs> or running down a hill in a kill. running down yeah, a hill. Right. Dustin running at the camera. I think that should be the category, <laughs> yeah. but it was, it was a really fun build. It was the first big axe I had done. So I was happy yeah. with this one and I yeah, wanted, yeah. honestly, I wanted it to be bigger. And I just couldn't fit it in my forge. And I do remember you saying that in the video. You're like, this is as much as I got. <laughs> Could not make it any bigger. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it, it turned out really beautiful. And it's funny because you like talk about not making it bigger. And what you had, you had like the big chunk, which you ended up like cutting down to give like kind of the, like a, if people are visualizing it kind of like a bat symbol, double bit. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Damascus pattern axe, beautiful Damascus pattern with a really awesome, beautiful gold inlay on both sides of the of the cheeks of the axe on either side. So, and uh, yeah, was it the handle? Was it purple heart? Is that yeah, right? the whole yeah, it's purple heart. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, super cool, man. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a it was, it was a beautiful dude. axe. So, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, that's the thing. I think you know, we we give you like shit about winning the challenge that like you're kind of hosting it and then but but i mean it's not it's people voting right like people see the work you're doing you're doing great work and it's really fun to watch and and your channel has grown like super exponentially over the last couple years which is awesome it's completely justified i only beat phil by one vote oh man (laughs) (laughs) one vote i'm like damn it why can't you guys vote more for phil (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, and his, I really wanted his him was to do so well. good. Yeah, it yeah. really was. It was very. I'm glad that he. I'm glad that he did do well because yeah. it was yeah super entertaining and it was just a cool build. Like the the stuff that he put into it and just the idea behind it. It, it was all around really cool. So they were all great. I mean, that was a great thing. The, the, the cool thing about these challenges is that they're like they are people don't people who aren't part of the challenge don't see but we have like a slack channel and we all communicate all the time there's like this like great like back and forth between all of us and we're showing what's going on so it's really like helps to build a community and then we you know we're all trying to like shout each other out and give more to the to the knife paint community and the youtube creation you know content creation community so it's a it's a super fun like thing to be a part of and as as stressful as it is for Devin and i and everyone else who ends up like trying to get things last minute it really the benefits are are really fun so yeah. we really enjoy it. it's been it's been a blast so let's talk about a few statistics all right <laughs> so total views and again we're talking i did this calculation at what earlier this week so it was at two and a half yep. weeks mm-hmm. since we launched 
we are at uh, just shy of 2.9 million views across mm. all the videos. It's wild. Thanks to uh, thanks to one uh, of them, Leandro Guerrero. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and th- this yeah. is my favorite part of these challenges because last uh. challenge. We had um, Nord Artisan just blow right. up with his whip sword. So yep. a channel mm-hmm. then that had, I think, 3,500 subscribers. Really? Got... Nord Artisan? Holy cow. And now he's at 43,000. 43, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it would maybe it was around 4,000, something like that. But now he's right. at yeah. 43,000. And he yeah. had, he had awesome. just shy, I think, of 900,000 views in the first month and now we've yeah. got leandro garetta okay he's got 134,000 subscribers right, 2.4 yeah. million views in oh, two and a half cool. weeks it's crazy <laughs> i've yeah. never had a video go like that never no yeah no, yeah absolutely yeah we've had we've had again like we've had some good videos but never like that usually it's like you know like oh it's doing really well it's made like five thousand in the first day oh okay another five thousand the second day oh now it's ten thousand the third day right it's picking up some steam you're like oh it could do really well and it they end up you know they do well but that is ridiculous that's awesome yeah yeah. it's and that's that's the shining star honestly of the challenge now is someone doing that well and yeah I thought it would be fun to, or interesting, I should say. I went and put um, the number, the subscriber count, mm-hmm. the, and then the number of views, and then I did a percentage of views to subscriber count. Yeah, and that's it, cool. And it's interesting, like like Dark Blade, who came in second, he's at three hundred and fifty-seven percent, meaning he got. 350 percent more views than he has subscribers which is subscribers cool. yeah right yeah because he has uh just over six thousand subscribers and his view when you sent the list was at twenty two thousand right views. right right so that's awesome yeah. and you got leandro who's got 1791 <laughs> <laughs> percent that's nuts that's so good yeah so what's, and then what What's what our negative percentage for for our our channel? No. So, you guys were <laughs> right, you, you guys were very middle, exact middle, I think. Exact One, middle two, again, three, four, fucking five, the exact six, middle again. Eight, Always yeah. in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, I was so uh, yeah. So I was looking at the list that you sent, which is it was really interesting. So I will give you this statistic, Devin. So Redbeard, who won, um, his he has two One point. Won the what? I'm sorry, not Redbeard, Blackbeard. Black, who right, won right. the challenge? Yes. Um, he has 2.2 million subscribers. His video had 118,000 views, which is 5% of his channel. Terrible. So our <laughs> channel, we have 153,000 subscribers. We had 76,000 views, 7,600 no, views. So yeah, yeah. Which is 5%. Hey, <laughs> take that, Blackbeard. So, <laughs> the same percentage of views. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Although that doesn't equate to anything other than just not very many views. But, you know, not not that. But, no, it's great. Like, it was number one of ten in our last ten right. videos. Well, that's, that's the important that. one, too. What, what yeah, we right. always <laughs> go back to, well, we go back to ten years ago, if a hundred people saw your thing, you'd be excited. And if mm-hmm. a thousand people saw your thing, you'd be ecstatic. So after that, it's all 
it's it's just uh, icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. yeah. The fact that we have this avenue to like reach out to people and show people, and we have this many people like, you know, interacting with the content that we put out, the art that we put out is just it's a it's a really cool you know uh, community that we're part of. It's a really cool avenue that YouTube is here that it gives that people to see that stuff. And uh, Dennis, you had, you have, hundred. This has no. one hundred seventy-four thousand. No, no, it's two seventy-four. Sorry, that's wrong. It was oh, two seventy-four. Okay. <laughs> that was the typo. Gotcha. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, hold on. I just looked at. It. I wrote it down. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. so the forty-five percent's wrong because it's it's yeah. seventy-eight thousand over two seventy. Over two seventy-four. Right. So that's so it's like what twenty twenty something or yeah. whatever. So yeah, yeah. But that's great. I mean, you know, you're seventy-eight thousand. That's a that's a that's really good for your channel too, right? That's yeah. Been a pretty good one. Yeah. 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 Did all right. No. <laughs> after two that's and a half great. weeks I'm, I'm i'm happy with that <laughs> right exactly and that's the thing it's like who knows i mean we all every i think every channel uh every content creator that i've listened to or talked to everyone goes in waves people go up people go down like everyone and you just ride the wave when you get the wave you know like yeah, if the wave exactly. is if you've got the wave ride it you know like do what you can do to ride it because who knows like it's eventually that old man in the sewer is going to turn the faucet off for you and then all of a sudden you're like <laughs> so all right true. i guess everyone's done with what i want i guess they don't care about me anymore or maybe there's a you know but that's a great thing like you said Devin. there's that there's that core group of people who are still affected and still really appreciate what we do and they still reach out and then it's you know it's still a big group of people compared to like what what we would have random people who don't have who aren't movie stars or who aren't sports you know figures back in the day like if you weren't those things there was you didn't really have a avenue to reach out to the people around you greater than your neighborhood community or the people you affect on a, like a physical you know back and forth so it is it's pretty cool and on top of all that we have this really cool network that you've put together dennis uh you and then aaron when you guys started it and then how you've kind of really taken off to it and and made it into something that's been really fun and like we're super honored to be a part of and you know we may not be able to do every single one but we love that you guys keep coming back and keep including us because it is something we're really fond of and it's a community that we know that has we've had a big influence on over the years and we're really proud of that influence and we're really humbled by the amount of people that reach back out to us and say that they've been affected by what we what we give so thank you for including us and for doing oh, this always. for the community it's been you awesome you guys will always be included yeah awesome thank you <laughs> now so the um viewer submissions what is there anything for that what's the deal with that yeah so uh just like the last uh challenge we invited viewers to participate uh we started promoting it a lot more on the facebook channel because uh, we have for those listening that don't know there is the youtube knife maker challenge okay which is mm -hmm. something you can look that up on facebook and there's a group if you want to be part of this you want to get early looks at builds and stuff like that go join that uh, there's a link to it in the announce video and uh, in the um, in the winners announce video that'll be out tomorrow. Right. Okay. And they're invited. And I want to mention our sponsors because this is where the really cool prizes come in. And the prizes yeah. we got this time are crazy. Like I'll I'll rifle them off a little bit here. So um, we got 
Broadbeck Ironworks, who mm-hmm. donated a belt kit and $50 gift cards. So a belt kit for nice. first, and then $50 awesome. gift cards for second and third. Maritime Knife Supply um, donated $500 total in gift cards. So 250 Holy 150 cow. and 100 Mosa nice. US, um, $600 in mosaic pins across the three places. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, B. Cone, uh, who's now he's got, he also deals carbon fiber, is mm-hmm. got um, eight pounds of carbon fiber across the three places. Wow, jeez. Nice. <laughs> carbon fiber is light, too. So eight pounds is a lot of material. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, DIY Europe. Um, has donated a, a curved a two by seventy a two by seventy two curved platen for first, uh, oh, hundred and fifty nice. mil contact. So I think that's a ten inch contact wheel and then a six inch contact wheel, if I'm not mistaken, for third. Dang. Maximum Dang. knives. Yeah, uh, Ma- uh, Maximus knives. Uh, one of his Max Grip hot stamp jigs. Oh can, man, that you can slide one of those. Uh, yeah, you can slide <laughs> into your hardy hole. And yeah, then, that's awesome. And then, um, uh, Mark uh, Vander Werf at One Eighteen Blades uh, yeah. is um, put up a BA Vander Sander frame, including all the hardware. Wow! For first, nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So Jeez. some amazing prizes. Well, yeah. Makes me want to enter as a viewer. I know, right? Me too. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I can't do it this time, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it, yeah, it would be much easier if we didn't have to do a video for this dust. <laughs> just, just turn it just the image. Yeah. Just rake in on the compete under a different name. <laughs> I'm Nicole. Put in. <laughs> uh, and we removed any kind of mosaic pin requirements. Like basically, you just right. had to send in your picture with the the chopper challenge on a little piece of paper beside your build. So that's all you had to do. Right. Right, to show that you did it for the Chopper Challenge and not four years ago or something. Right, right. right. Yeah, nice. Right. That's awesome. So so how many um, competitors did we have for we, viewers? We had, I believe it was 25 or 26 wow. entrants. Nice. nice. Which is amazing. Um, so a lot of entries, a lot of really amazing builds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the video um, that uh, folks will see, I guess it's today when they're listening to this. So later today, you'll see the video. And uh, I do show small little thumbnails of all the pictures, but then the big ones of the top three. Nice. That's awesome. Sweet. Do you want to do you want to announce them that now? Yeah, do you let's wait? do it. Okay, let's, let's do, do it. it. All right. Viewers. So in third, um, mm-hmm. drum roll, um, <laughs> we had Mark Bishop do a, uh, it's kind of a kukri-esque, uh, build um, so it's kind of like a kukri I think it, well it's kind of kukri-ish uh, with a big right. false edge <laughs> really a really cool looking build it was one of my favorites of the of nice. the um, of the builds it just looks awesome. really it looks really fun to swing around I think so uh, that was a great <laughs> great one so Mark Bishop in nice. third all right um, a name we've seen in second place we've seen in the last challenge um, we had Benjamin Angeloni, uh, do again, it's, I wouldn't call this one a cougar. It's just a big, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. A big chopper. Like it's just a big <laughs> buoy <laughs> chopper kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. in Damascus, beautiful handle, um, 
again, looks super comf. The handle looks super comfortable. I would love to swing this thing around and chop some trees down. So, uh, <laughs> really, really cool blade. Nice, awesome. Yeah. So, congratulations, Ben. Benjamin Angeloni. All right, awesome. Second place. Yeah. And, and our, uh, I'll I'll do that here. This is this is our uh, running joke here at the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. Is I'm gonna do instead of a drum roll, I'm gonna do a spring accidental hit, which is what you keep hearing me do, which is this. Okay, I have been hearing. It's <laughs> because <laughs> I really flail around when I'm like talking, so my hands are going over, and I keep hitting the springs on the arm for my mic, and that's what that is. <laughs> so, spring drum roll for first place. <laughs> so. Uh, first place and i will say that um i I think the picture didn't do this justice because when i saw this on the youtube channel i was way more impressed than seeing the picture here um so matt smith who also won the last challenge, the fantasy challenge, <laughs> came in again and did this just incredible chopper. Like, it is like a fantasy chopper, but just went above and beyond. And I would encourage everyone, go look at the Facebook. Um, uh, and I think he's even doing a video on this one that I haven't seen yet. But go check out the Facebook post that he did where he's holding this thing and swinging it around I actually think his picture hurt him a little bit. Um, <laughs> like he would have got way more votes if he would have posted um, like a bigger, cause he posted the main picture. It's got the sheath on it. Yeah. Yep. And I think yeah, if I'm he looking at it now, that is wild. Jeez. Right. If he would have done it without the sheath and, you know, not done maybe the quad pictures at the bottom, but just the blade and put the sheath beside it or something like that, it would be a landslide. <laughs> but he he yeah, did he must awesome. have put i can't imagine how many hours he put into that blade uh just the 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 contouring and the on the the spine of the blade is to show i think they were meant to be like like vertebrae or something like that to match what's behind it or something it looks cool Jeez. yeah that's that's so cool man he did yeah such a good job and really cool like layered it you know the the uh, handle scales or what is it it's like brass or copper or something over top of it and it's a lot of skeletonized stuff with lots of holes in it and just yeah a ton of work man yeah i can't yeah, tell maybe it's bronze i can't tell yeah it, yeah it looks it doesn't look super red so it's not copper but yeah it's wow yeah that's that's awesome so congratulations matt man that's yeah he definitely like put the time and effort into a first place win so <laughs> you know not to discount anybody else but you know great job it's awesome yeah, really, really really cool. good job and and yeah. the, the, all of the other builds um really really you know there's some amazing builds yeah. and yeah it's unfortunately we only had prizes for the top three because there are some really really cool builds in there yeah so thanks for so, everybody for entering yeah absolutely and and you know the fact that like we have such great sponsors who who want to help out the community and want to build it and you know give something to people who just kind of participate i mean again it's all just it's just a volunteer time you know it's just it's just people who want to do something to be part of the community and the fact that we have some really great people out there that want to recognize that and want to recognize those people and also participate and help out it's 
it's just fun. It's fun, man. So thank you so much for everything you've done, Dennis. It's been great. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's fun for me, too. I love organizing these and just the community around it and talking to everybody. And, yeah, we're definitely going to get a, a picture of all the all the channels and, like, all the people at Blade. Uh, yeah. I get a picture, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Blade, Dev and I will be at Blade this year. I'm very excited. Super excited about, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so <laughs> I think maybe, like, a week ago, um, Devin sent me a message because – we were kind of going back and forth and like, I think this time last year or like when blade was happening last year, there was all sorts of people posting pictures and stuff. And, and then was like, Oh, we should go to blade next year. And I was like, well, I've, I thought about going to blade for a bunch of years, but it just never has kind of worked out, especially because the timing right around the beginning of June is right when I'm wrapping up school as a teacher. And so it's like a hard time to throw anything else into the mix. Um, so about a week ago, Devin's like, okay, well, I'm looking at this. You know, we, we hadn't bought our tickets quite yet for, or, you know, our hotel rooms. <laughs> hotel. So he's like, well, he's like, all right, well, there's like a, a hotel. It's down the road, like a mile, and it's going to be like this much to do whatever. And I, I sent him a message back, and I was like, I was like, I don't know, man. I'm super busy. I'm not really feeling it. Like, maybe we just wait till next year where we can get the early bird and get like the hotel rooms right at the hotel and da da da. And Devin just sent me a message back, and it was like, no, like capital N O O O O. He was like, no. He's like, you can't do it. He's like, I'm going to miss Maker Camp this year. He's like, I need, I really want to do it. And you had just talked to, to uh, Brian Cohn because Brian had us on. He interviewed Devin and I separately for the, uh, for the Work For It 2 podcast. Oh, cool. Um, and he had, Devin, you had talked to Brian about it and stuff. So. Uh, I was like, okay, cool. All right. If you're super excited, like I'm, I'm down. Like, all right, let's do it. Like if, yeah, you can, you can drive the, like the enthusiasm. I like it. So, so this will be your first blade. So, this will be our first yeah. blade. Yep. Awesome. Good. Yeah. yeah so super excited. So, so, um, I, I kind of know what to expect, but like other than, I mean, okay. So this is my mind, right? So there's like a room, it's full of, hundreds of makers who all have booths <laughs> and knives there's, there's like thousands of knives um and then there's some like offshoot rooms that have some classes and some um some like lectures and stuff and then pretty much that's taking up your time talking around talking to people and and hanging right. out um, there's actually two anything. exhibition halls <laughs> okay <All> there's, right. <laughs> there's the big one and that's got mm. about 300 tables in it Plus booths. Yeah. Okay. Mm, and, and then there's the, the quote-unquote small room, um, which has got, I don't remember, maybe 50 tables in it, something like that, um, and okay. some booths. But, yeah, and then all the side rooms. And honestly, I, <laughs> I never have time. I always say, wow, I really want to go to that this presentation or this right, you know yeah. in the side i've never made it to one of the side rooms ever <laughs> <laughs> is that just because there's like people talking and chatting and it's just right your time goes quick yeah yeah and there's so like you look up and you're like oh damn it was an hour ago like i was supposed to <laughs> <laughs> um but there's so many like you know all all the makers that you probably know are going to be there all the fortune fire right. guys are be there if you watch naked and afraid there's a bunch of them that go um, yeah. <laughs> um, nice. you know all the judges uh from fortune fire are there i had drinks with ben abbott last year and uh yeah. i don't think he remembers but <laughs> <laughs> too many drinks <laughs> yeah we, we are all having 
everything happens. So yeah. the the big the bar at the Waverly, it's yeah. kind of you know it's kind of like three steps down. So they call it the pit. That's where right. all of the awards happen. Uh, oh, nice Friday night. Yeah, fr- Friday night. And um, is it Friday night or Saturday? No, Friday night. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> what? What? What awards? So this is like you can uh, if you have a ta- if you're a vendor if you have a table or a booth. You can enter your knives into a bunch of categories like best buoy, mm. best hunter, mm. best mm. collab, best chopper. Yeah, I think <laughs> we have a chopper, but but there's like eight or nine <laughs> different categories plus all of the uh, production knives like Microtech and all those guys will enter like their latest models into right. all the different production knife categories. So those the awards happen, and then of course, like any. I feel like any business at the show, <laughs> like yeah. partnerships and deals, everything happens at the pit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Everyone's everyone's drinking. Everyone's getting friendly. And right. All right. the deals are happening. Like, yeah. <laughs> I formed my my relationship with Lawrence uh, at the pit. All right. Nice. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> that night. So that's why he sponsors my channel. Um, that's great yeah so <laughs> i got we got some work to do dust that's yeah. right, <laughs> right exactly. and it's just moves. fun it's just fun to hang yeah, out yeah. and that's where you know everyone's everyone's busy because especially if you got a table like you're busy talking to customers and like selling right. and you know so it's your time to let loose at the pit and talk to your fellow makers because you know the customers and you know people aren't really going to the pit like Right. Yeah. It's all, all yeah, that's yeah. all the yeah, all the vendors and stuff, right. That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah, that nice. was the main thing. Like when we go to maker camp, I can I'm like we'll do a video and there's all this stuff to do that I can if if I'm if we have t- time off or, or we're not shooting or we're doing something else, we'll go do something. And then I kept going like at plate show I don't know what we're gonna do. But then it's just <laughs> then you see like all the people who are going that we've talked to yeah. and communicated online and and had chats with and it's like oh we're just gonna we're just gonna meet up with people and talk to people and that that yeah. I mean, and that that's good enough that's the reason to go anyway why you, not right. your voice yeah. is gonna be sore because like I get there and I like I walk thirty feet and I'm like oh and I end up talking to somebody for. 10, 15 minutes. And and I have a table, so I have to try to be at the table, right? <laughs> like, I, Jared's coming again, so we'll take turns oh, at the nice. table. But if I walk around, like, I get into a conversation every 50 feet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's I mean, awesome. and, that's, and that's our favorite part about Maker Camp, too. You walk yeah. to get some breakfast or the bathroom or anything, and you end up stopping four times just to chat with people. Right. Yeah. So what's your, like, so you've been to Blade and you've been to Maker Camp. What's, how do they compare? I mean, I know there's. They're totally there's a lot different. Of, they're, yeah. They're, they're really totally different. Like, they really different experiences. Because I've tried to explain Maker Camp to, like, Brian and those guys that haven't gone. And it's right. like, like, Maker Camp is cool. Because you, like, when else can you, hey, let's, let's forge a knife at. 10 o'clock at night, whatever. Right. Like, like, that was really cool. And uh, yeah. there's none of that at Blade. Blade is like like sales and relationships and talking to people. And like that's like right. the mecca for night. And it, But it's all knife makers. It's right? all, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Maker yeah. Camp is like every maker, right. whether you're knife, making knives or not. Like knife, knife makers are a pretty small fraction at Maker Camp. Yeah, right, exactly. 
Yeah. I, okay. Um, yeah. So, like, when I was talking to Dustin, I was like, well, we missed our opportunity to get to, like, a close hotel. But let's just do it. And then there's one, like, a mile away and whatever, we'll Uber or whatever and try to get there. And, um, but then I was, I kept looking back and kept forgetting to get the hotel rooms. And then, um, did the podcast with, uh, B Cone. And <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm so excited you guys are coming. And then he's like, Wait, you haven't gotten a hotel yet? <laughs> and then he kind of snapped me until I was like, "All right, we got to do it." And then I, I, but then I went back on the um, Bladesha website, and there was one left. Oh, like one, one had reappeared like three someone, days before. There were there were none. Someone so canceled. Someone, someone canceled. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's it's just across the street. Whatever hotel is right across the street. Really? Like, yes. Yeah. Right away. I was like, boop, got it. Yeah, Dustin. And I think I called him because I didn't even want to text him. I was like, hey, Dustin, I'm going to buy this hotel, whatever. It's it's right here. And so we are we are right across the street. Oh, that's the, um, yeah, there's a couple right across the street on either side. But um, yeah, I couldn't even get into that one. I got to, like, I'm across the, there's a walking bridge across the highway, but I'm on the hotel right across the highway. Nice. I think we, we also <laughs> are in, in that. So maybe not across the street, but I think. We are north of that, like the walking bridge into the parking lot. And then north of that, there's a hotel. Oh, are you guys at the Hampton? Um, Because that's where Jared and I are. Anyway. (laughs) I sent you a screenshot, Dust. You did. Yeah, you were like, this is where we're going to be. I was like, oh, no, we're at the uh, Sheridan Suites Galleria. Okay. Yeah, I know know where that is. Yeah, that's not far. That's not far. That's doable. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was the point. It was like, well, we want to be able to hang out at the pit and drink because, you know, that's key. And uh, we don't want to have to drive back to our hotel. So we're like, well, we either spend money on an Uber or we oh, just yeah, spend a little bit more money, more money to find this, this like one spot, this one hotel room. Like, right across oh, OK. The so the place. Hampton is north of us on the other side of the other highway. OK, so we're 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 just oh, south of you on the on uh, in between. 41 and you're I you're see. on the other side so yeah. either way yeah you're close all right yeah, nice. cool yeah it's not <laughs> it's staggerable at uh 1 a.m yeah like <laughs> right exactly <laughs> especially when there's two of you you know we'll get we'll get there together <laughs> yeah. well and jared doesn't drink so you know he'll 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 coax me home <laughs> actually oh man he, he usually <laughs> leaves me there and uh, and heads home so <laughs> You like text him like two hours later, like help me. (laughs) That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, that's super. I'm we're I'm really excited, and I uh, like I said, I was I was kind of on the fence just because we kind of wavered about it and we hadn't gotten the tickets, and then like with the end of the school year coming up and all the like, I've been super busy, so I was like, "Eh." but now like once the more we talk about it and once we actually bought the tickets, and thank you to you and actually um to uh, uh, JD. JD, yeah. So um, Jordan from JD Custom Knives. So I sent you a message, uh, Dennis, to ask about the CAP passes. Do you remember yep. what, what does CAP stand for? It's like customer appreciation. Right. So so those of you who are we've never um, even bought anything from them. <laughs> <laughs> those of you who are who are having have booths have a certain amount of tickets that you can kind of give out as customer appreciation. So um, I reached out to you because Devin because I was about Devin had bought the hotel tickets, so I was gonna or the hotel room, so I was gonna buy the tickets. So I went on to buy them, and he was like, "Did you get the discount?" And I was like, "No, I don't know what you're talking about. Where do you see?" And he's like, "There was something on Instagram. People said if you need a discount, ask someone who has a table." So I sent you a message. 
and then I think I was just like I was right in the middle of, of like buying them, so I sent you a message and and you took more than like instantly. So I was like, <laughs> well, now I'm annoyed. I was annoyed. For nothing. <laughs> I, know. I was like, well, he didn't respond to me instantly, so I just sent a message to JD podcast. Uh, so Jared, yeah. <laughs> Jared from JD Custom Knives because he and I he's been on our podcast too. So I just sent him a message too, and you both got back to me. Like by the time he got back to me, you had already gotten back to me, and. um I did. I did end up using his um, code because when I I followed your link, and when I went to put your code in, it didn't work right or something. Like it was oh, like boy. it was telling me that it wasn't working. So I he sent me like an image, like a screenshot of the whole thing. So I used your link that you sent because you actually sent me like an active link, and then I put in his code. So I see. but that's why I double checked with you. I was like, do you get any kickback or anything? Because I was like, if you get a kickback, I wanted to like since I asked you first, I wanted to use yours, but then. Well, I I opened. We'll buy you a beer. I opened it up to my. I like I gave my link away to all my Patreon members. So nice, right on. You only get ten, so I didn't think they'd use up ten, but maybe they did. Maybe they did, right? Maybe that's maybe that's why it was telling me that it wasn't. Yeah, Yeah. that it wasn't good anymore. Yeah, but yeah, so I got that. So that was actually pretty good because the the three day pass. um, What? So Dev and I are gonna we're gonna drive on Friday, so we'll be there. I think it takes like. 10 hours or 11 hours from baltimore it's a long oh, that's haul. not that's not as bad as i thought it'd be no nah, well you know it's it's further than maker camp but it's fine we'll do it so <laughs> we'll t- we'll be there um on friday probably sometime mid-afternoon or whatever um and we'll stay you know friday night and then we'll stay all saturday we're gonna stay saturday night and then we'll leave sunday morning um and the tickets are either like 30 dollars per day pass or a 65 dollar three-day pass they've gone up <laughs> Yeah, so it was like, so I, I texted Devin. I was like, well, are we definitely just going to leave Sunday morning, like, right away? Should I get this? Like, do we, is it, it was like 10 bucks, you know? So I was like, do I play the extra, pay the extra 10 bucks to, like, maybe want to go for a little bit of time on Sunday morning if something happens that we want to do? Or well, do we just save it, and, you know, so. Cap members get in early. Right, that's the other thing, too. It was really maybe. good. So, so then once I, and then, so I put in, originally I put in, like, the information to just get two three-day like weekend passes it was like 65 bucks a piece so that's 130 dollars plus taxes it was like 150 bucks i was like okay so then i reached out to you and and um and jordan and then put that in and ended up being 50 dollars for the the three-day pass so we ended up saving what's that like 15 dollars and no taxes at all like it's fifty. That's it. Straight up fifty bucks. No, no like convenience <laughs> fee. No tax. No it was bullshit like, fees. There you go. I was like, so we ended up saving fifty bucks. So thank you for sending that. So what to, the, uh, the the big Jared, attraction Jordan's to those? And I know you guys are going to be there Friday afternoon, so it doesn't matter. But the right, line yeah. to get in Friday morning yeah. goes mm-hmm. all the way around Cobb Galleria. <laughs> like oh, <man>. it is <laughs> the biggest line. Um, and this is just people who have tickets that are waiting to get in. And I think the cap passes let you in a half hour early. So you bypass that yeah. entire I think line. It's a, I think it's an hour early. Is maybe, it an hour? Because I feel like it's like it's like a, it lets you in at 10 and the the gates yeah. open at 11 or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, you would bypass right. that whole line. That's yeah. worth it alone. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And and actually, when I, when I went in and put that information, it was like, what's your name? What's your company name? Like, make sure you come and get your badge that you're going to be hanging. Make sure you're wearing your badge. That's what I posted about. I was like, we'll be wearing, like, special badges with our names and our company <laughs> names on them. So if you see us, just know that we're the customer appreciation. <laughs> well, we're, 
Justin Debito Harry. Yeah. That's right. Excuse us, coming through. It's going to be like the Wayne's World. Uh, where he's like, Excuse us, come through. Come through. Hey, hey. Well, Rick and I, my buddy Rick, who's also, he and I did our journeyman together. We were talking about going nice. to Blade, Texas. And uh, we're like, I, I don't want to stand in that line so much. We had contemplated like splitting a table. <laughs> so because you can get two people right and a table was 450 like i'm okay yeah, right. spending 225 <laughs> yeah right exactly just to not stand in the line <laughs> yeah like but we, there was no tables available anyway so we didn't do it uh, yeah but yeah i'm super excited that's gonna be really fun it's and uh i am um, like i know there there are a lot of people over the years and and purely just because we've been doing this for as long as we have since 2017 our first video was a knife making video that we there have been a lot of people that we have introduced to knife making over the years which is super cool and super humbling so i'm excited to just like see some people and meet some people and i know there's a bunch of people that that we know in the community and there's actually oh. probably more people at blade that we know in the knife making community than there are at maker camp even though like now we've been there a couple times but so, oh, and not, cool. not to mention the viewers that are going to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Like, the, the nice thing about going to Blade is like, man, you, you feel like a rock star because every, everyone recognizes <laughs> you. They want to stop to you. They want to talk to you. So yeah. that part's a good uh, ego boost. Yeah, because as many as many like knife makers there are on YouTube now, it's really like a small percentage compared to like the amount of people that are around, you know, right. who, who do it and are interested in it. So it's right. really cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, hey, we got two more things to announce on this challenge. All right, oh, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> we skipped right over. Let's right. Do it. So <laughs> the one, since we talked about viewers, so I did a special yeah. um, um, challenge, whatever. I said to my Patreon members, who oh, right. you guys get to enter just among yourselves, and I will pick the one that I like the most, and the winner got gets one of my hunting knives. Nice. So sweet. Nice. So I thought I would announce that, uh, and that is nice, Mr. James Jones, who did this. It's like a, I, I want to say machete, but it's like this massive. Uh, it's huge. Like looking at it, it, it looks like a sword, <laughs> like this big <laughs> chopper sword that's kind of like a machete. I'm sure there's a name, and it's kind of like a big. Um, bolo kind of thing I think. okay yeah anyway it looks really cool he did a really good job on it so james nice. uh you get to pick out one of my hunting knives that's going to blade and have it for yourself dang nice. all right nice. there you go nice man james our, our, congrats man patreon is lacking <laughs> we need to offer up some cool well, stuff offer something. Dustin you better bring something to Blade So you can just hand it to someone <laughs> You're the first oh, person to ask Here you go. Okay before, wait before you do the last one Dennis what's, What is the rules with like um, ADC and so can you carry stuff on you What's the deal What at Blade Yeah Oh I, yeah. it's in Georgia well, <laughs> you can get whatever you want. You could you could put an, a sword on your back if you want. There's knife fights in the lobby. <laughs> like it's, that's, why, that's why that's why they call it the pit. Like I, I'm not joking. I'm pretty sure it's Thunder legal to dome. open carry in, <laughs> a weapon like an, right. a, a firearm. Really? Dusty, I think Dusty yeah. got to like put the put the chopper on your back. Put the, uh, right. the war club. Like no no one no one would even blink if you walked in with that war war axe club oh, thing. That's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. I cannot do that. Sure you can. No. 
<laughs> yeah, there, and yeah. people bring dogs in in the show, and it's it's really Jeez. yeah, it's it's eagles very relaxed. <laughs> nice, all right. Yeah, okay. there there is like there are directions or you know rules on what you can bring in what you what you like what they call brown bagging where you're basically like bringing stuff right. in to sell if you don't have a table they have rules against that and, and sure uh, yeah i think it says like you know you can have like a normal like pocket knife but you're not really supposed to be like carrying around stuff and, and it says unless you're you want to show it to one of the like people you know if you bring something to show to somebody it's oh. like <laughs> i think really the only thing is they just don't want people who are not who are not showing in a booth oh, yeah. to be selling Right. right, so yes. it's pretty much like open. You can bring a backpack and stuff to to oh, oh, buy yeah. things, yeah. and so yeah. Well, nice. I mean, one of the the other things that we glazed over is for knife makers like all of us, um, yeah. yeah, the the material. Like, I think yeah. the first blade show. I think I spent a thousand dollars on materials. <laughs> Jeez, oh man! <laughs> like the <laughs> tables of I'm talking two feet high. You know, eight by, I mean, a, whatever it is, a two by eight table, two feet high, stacked with handle material. Man, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like, like uh, mammoth tusks, uh, mammoth yeah. molar, like stingray skins, like you name oh, it, leather. Awesome. Um, yeah. Tandy is there. Uh, like, oh, right on. Yeah, it's, there's a ton of, of materials to buy. All the big material companies, like Jantz and and yeah, uh, pops yeah, right. and all those guys will be there yeah and i know that like uh john norwood who's um old hickory forge he um he was selling hammers at blade last year so there's also like all the forging stuff too yes yeah. well cool. so, not not yeah. last year he had a big incident last year <laughs> oh really i'll tell you about that one over a beer uh, it's not his fault okay <laughs> <laughs> that's a long story <laughs> okay yeah or he'll tell yeah, you so. over a beer <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the other thing too. That's I've heard a lot of people talk about that over the years. It's just like just buying the the stuff that's there to buy, right? Like right. all the material and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. That's cool, man. I'm excited. Um nice. Yeah. What's the other announcement? So the last one is what is the next challenge? Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so it was unanimous among the channels. This is the runner-up from the last time we were picking what the next challenge would be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think the views and the attraction on this one, uh, this is going to be the biggest challenge we've had yet. Mm-hmm. So this one we are calling the Samurai Challenge. Yep. <laughs> Which means... Any Japanese-inspired blade, it can be a Tanto, a Wakazashi, it can be a Katana, it can be a Basento, a Najinata, like, you name it. If it's Japanese, you can make it. Man. I, I will say that, like, anytime you see anyone that has that does anything that has to do with some type of Japanese blade, like Samurai Sword, or anything that has to do with, like, Ninja or Samurai, those videos get views. My like, number one video just... is the Katana video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly it's just it, it doesn't matter what you do it's just it the uh people love it and the algorithm loves it and it's they, just the yeah. pop culture factor is yep huge yeah. <laughs> so uh so samurai challenge there we yeah go. so it'll nice. be in the fall it'll probably launch in october as in like the videos yeah. will launch in october so we'll start in uh august ish so right. we'll yep. we'll see so 
everyone get on the YouTube channel, yeah. or sorry, the Facebook group, and uh, you'll get more details there. Nice. Yeah. And that's uh, YouTube Knife Maker Challenge, or YouTube, is it YouTube? What's the What's the name of the group on Facebook? It is, Stephen, i got to look it up now. <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> I was just on it a second ago. <laughs> it is YouTube Knife Maker Challenge. YouTube Knife, nice. Okay. And that's also where you guys can see um, the competitors from this year. You can see, um, what's it, uh, Matt Smith, right? Yeah, you can see yeah. his build that won and all those things, which is super, super fun. And you can just be part of the community, which is cool, too. So yeah. put some stuff up and chat and talk, and, and then you get to see, like, um, the competitors who are competing in the actual challenges, you get to see us throw some stuff up on there as well as along the way and try to, you know, uh, drum up some interest on what's going on. So cool. Nice. Awesome. Well, that's all really awesome things. So we had all sorts of fun things to announce on this, uh, on this podcast today. Um, Let's got, finish it up with some. Go ahead, I got, go ahead. I got yeah. one more thing that I'd like to just personally announce um, because okay. it's something Ooh. I'm working on. Um, nice. So right. I just started a um, basically a relationship with knifeprint.com. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So I will be doing a series of master classes for Knifeprint, and um, each one of those will be premiered, meaning you can watch it live on youtube but it's not live but it's pre-recorded but right. there's a live chat when those um when those start so we, we can right. watch it together you can ask me questions so that would be an eight-part series and there's a big nice. discount if you want to 25 percent discount code if you want to get into knife print so so tell us a little bit about a little bit more about knife print or tell the listeners what knife print sure is. so I, i've i've used knife print for years um knife print oh, is know. basically like a simplified cat very simplified cad software specifically for knife makers it's really easy to use it's got some cool features and you can press a button and literally it will give you a quote on water jet cutting your design that's so cool and yeah, you can say cool. yes i'd like 10 of them send them to me and i just used that service uh for the first time uh, a couple of months ago and it is incredible like I got nice. a bunch of my hunting knives and this is just, you know, they're just profiled, right? You still got to do all the work. Um, yep. But uh, got them water jetted and man, it was awesome. That's sweet. Yeah. So we actually did um, uh, actually the first time that we were introduced to Brian house, we were doing a series on the YouTube channel, which was the knife talk build along. So knife talk, they did a build along and they, they use knife print when like that was kind of early on a knife print where they were, using them and you could like you could go to knife print and you could buy uh, a, a profile knife that was the 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 design that um craig lockwood had done yep so i told Devin, i was like i was listening to knife talk and i was like oh let's do the series like we'll follow along every week and we'll do we'll build along with their build along so that way people can see it being done and we'll actually we had put it out on friday every week so that way they could if they wanted to wait until the friday and then see us do it and kind of you know get some a little bit of like inspiration or a little bit of guidance on how to do it. And uh, so we ended up doing that, which was really cool. So, and I was like, I don't want to awesome. do that. <laughs> <laughs> we, you're like, I don't want to do series. I don't want to do a videos. series for knife talk. No, <laughs> but I didn't, I, I never listened to knife talk, so I didn't know, but I was, either way I was like, ah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> but, but we did it and it, but it led to a bunch of good things. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were right. You were right. 
<laughs> you got that on tape. You got it on tape. Uh, him saying you were right. You That's were right, right. Exactly. I've, I just captured that actually. So that'll be on every other one from now on. You're right. 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 Got to take that as a sound clip now. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's awesome man yeah i just saw you post about that that's super cool so um you're doing so eight part series that'll work through like the building of one knife or a building of how's that work no it's really just about all of the feet like it's a master class on knife print um, oh yeah nice so it awesome. starts with the first one is really just an intro and then we get into like okay the basic tooling and settings and then and it'll go it'll progress and get more complicated as we go all the way up to like making a really complicated symmetrical dagger design uh, and a folder at the end. Nice, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I like the idea that I like, I would love to make more knives. I'd love to have time to make more, more knives. Um, and I always balance that idea of like wanting to do more knives cause I love knives, but also wanting to do a lot of different stuff for the channel to keep the channel like, um, full of a variety and, and also just keep my, myself sane for like doing other <laughs> things as well. But, uh, but I thought a couple of times about, you know, sending over a pattern and just having them like pre-made, you know, have the, have the blanks cut out and like create something, have a bunch sent so that way I can just make a bunch and do it. Like, the journey knife that I designed and kind of talked to the viewers and people were like, if, if people were interested, I'd be happy to make a bunch. And I said that like years ago and I've never made them. Like I have, I have a bar stock of 80 CRV two. That's one eighth by an inch and a half. That's has like 10 knives that are drawn out on it that I just haven't cut apart to make knives out of. Cause <laughs> like we're always doing other stuff, but there's no time. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but knife print is super cool that way. Right. You just like, go in it makes it super easy to uh to design a knife they give you all sorts of pre-made templates that you can add and adjust and you know use all the like the little the simplified tools to make those changes and then uh hit hit the button and then it shows up at your door a couple of weeks later it's yeah crazy. and they came out with their their v2 uh last month and it's got nice ton of new features which i'm really happy about and that's when i reached kind of they put out feelers and i responded to them and said hey i'll, I'll do your master class i'm excited about all these uh you that's know all these great. features nice that's awesome cool well that'll be fun to watch and so everybody check that out on your channel tyron knifeworks on youtube yeah nice all right so uh how about recommendations deb do you have any recommendations for this week yeah this one's a totally kind of weird one like like normal um <laughs> i was was i doing i don't know i was uh, we started the garden i started the garden project and my wife was up early in the morning watching the coronation right the, yeah. the new king over there <laughs> in England. yeah okay and i was like yeah, okay whatever cool but i i have this i don't know if it's a weird thing i love i love big events so like i i won't be into your sport unless you have like a big a big to do a big event. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. Like I see it. Like Let's I see fun. <laughs> I see there's a lot going into it. Like, all right, world cup. I'll watch soccer. Let's yeah, do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so coronation, big event, a lot of people like, so I was interested. I was like, well, why don't we just watch it later? Like, she's like, no, it's, it's kind of over now. You know, obviously it's in, it's in the morning here on the East coast. Yeah. It's, right. it's basically over over in England. I was yeah, like, five right. hours difference. Or something. So like 
two days later, I watched pretty much all of it by myself at like 11 o'clock at night on YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was, it's good. When it, the, the people, whatever, the king, whatever, but like the music and, and the like, the way they do it, it's so good. Like, it, it, <laughs> like, um, whatever they wrote for it, yeah. like with the organ and they have like 10 choirs in one. Wow. It's, it's amazing. Like, the music is so good. So if you don't want to watch it all, watch the first, like, 20 minutes. I think, like, the royal family put it out on YouTube. Like, the first the 20 royal minute, family. the first twenty minutes are worth just, like, listening to. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, that. So if you, if you don't want to watch the coronation and you are interested in maybe anything to do with music. Good content. Listen to it for there. And it, it, it was awesome. I had it cranked up. It was really good. I will say that out of um, all of the recommendations that we've done over the years, that is one of that's a weird one. <laughs> the English coronation, <laughs> the the king. What's well, a king? You know, it hasn't it's been done king. in what like what whatever seventy years or whatever. So it's crazy. It, it was it was intense, but the music is so good. So just listen, get, watch for the music. I guess. Why? Jeez, I don't even think the Canadians are watching that. Jeez. <laughs> God save the king. <laughs> yeah, like I don't care about the king. I don't care about any of that, but the the hoopla the production value was awesome. Yeah, right. Is that you like you like the big event. Oh, <laughs> it's like, so well great. done. It's so well done. <laughs> so much money. All right, Dennis, you have a, a recommendation for us for the viewers? Uh so uh a show that I've been watching on TV and a maker. So two different things. All right. Uh nice. my wife and I I love all. Th- I don't know why. I love all things like survival, and then I love all these Alaska shows, whether it's gold yeah. or whatever. I just love them all. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have watched that Race to Survive Alaska. No, it, uh, no. it is. It's like a one of those. I don't know what they call them. Like like survival races. Basically, you gotta like you know like it's like navigation and it's like these terrains and you're but they're nice. doing this. You know, you race for a couple of days, and then there's a couple of days of survival where they basically give you no food, and then you're going to be racing like two <laughs> days later. <laughs> and it's a, it's a forty. I think it's a forty day race. Holy cool. cow! It's yeah. such a good show. Uh, I'm, I'm loving that show. Uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty entertaining. It's awesome. Uh, one of the guys from Naked and Afraid is on there. Um, Matt from Naked right, and Afraid. Max. Max. Nice. So it's good. We had, we had one of the guys who won alone. Yep, season eight of Alone. Oh no way! And yeah, we didn't Cl- know he won. No, <laughs> Clay so Hayes. Clay Hayes. Go ahead, go yeah. Ahead. So yeah, Clay's a bow maker who I've been watching for years. And actually, when I first started making bows, probably in two thousand and eleven, something like that, um, I watched a bunch of his YouTube videos to like figure out how to do osage orange and just bow making in general and so i watched him and then not too long ago you know something within the last two years or whatever we had him on the podcast and little did we know that he when he was on our podcast he had already been on alone um, and won that season. and won alone one but was season it announced eight. it hadn't been announced no, yet. I no. okay I get no it. Yeah, yeah. no so he couldn't like I, and we didn't know because he never talked about it and he never let on like that he was I, on I, it at all. I guess as far he as can. I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but he had already been there and had already went. I actually don't know how long because I reached out to him, and you know, a couple weeks later we had him on the podcast. So it had to have been really like, close to like when close he got back. He's probably like, I've been busy the last two <laughs> months, days. Yeah, yeah right. Like, exactly. Wow, you sound you sound tired. You okay? You sound thin. You all right? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that was crazy. So, I also yeah, love that show. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, and I then, yeah, I really like that show. That one's that one's a good one. <laughs> and then also we had a, a good friend of mine who I got to know through Orioles Productions. He used he worked for Naked and Afraid. Yep, he was a camera guy. He started out as an assistant camera, just running batteries and tape. And then he was a camera guy. And he was one of the guys who I don't know what season was where they got attacked by like Killing jungle me. bees. <laughs> Jungle bees. So on one of our podcasts, we talk about that, where the whole crew had to run like miles and dive into uh, lakes and stuff to that's, escape these bees. That's actually happened a couple of times on the show, so I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Yeah, that's typical. Yeah. <laughs> typical naked and afraid. Uh, and they're stinging, jungle bees. Uh, stinging, singing in, in, insects. Right. Are there killer insects there? Let's send them there. <laughs> My wife and I always say that, yeah, we'd be on Naked and Afraid if we could wear clothes and take the RV with us. So it would be <laughs> yeah, right. not naked and uh, mildly annoyed. <laughs> Clothed and comfortable. Right. <laughs> we'd survive forever. Wow, they lasted for six years. This show sucks. <laughs> oh. So what's your uh, so you had you have a nightmare so, so, for two you said so the other shout out would be really just a shout out be um, someone that I really admire another for now a journeyman bladesmith so Kelly mm-hmm. Vermeer Vela who um, I did my journeyman test my performance test at her shop because she was doing something with the master that I was going through so uh, and she lives pretty close to me uh, she's won nice. Fortune and Fire twice uh, and. The stuff that she's turning out now, like she's on the verge of master, and I think she was going to test in June, um, and she had this weird mishap with like, anyway, I won't go into it, just like, it was kind of like a rule thing, like, oh, right, this breaks a rule and nobody knew and whatever. Um, yeah, technicality. But, yeah. Technicality, yeah. But she right. just does some amazing stuff, and she's also one of the only other Smiths I know that has done after I did personally, um, <laughs> was the gold, <laughs> the gold knife, the gold layering and a knife. Oh, and, nice! And uh, she just, she just did amazing, amazing work. So uh, big props to her. I, I would aspire nice. to be as good as her uh, someday. So she's, she's all. I think she's pretty much at master. She just can't test this year. I think. That's great. Yeah. So that you said that's Kelly Vermeer Vela. Yeah. Gotcha. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. And that's, that's one of those cool things about, again, that the, even the tighter community of the, of the ABS, the American Bladesmith Society, right? So you had this, like, you've got the group and you had a pretty big group last year who all tested for journeyman at blade, but that group, like you'll always have like a really cool connection with that group. You know, yeah. it's like the people that you're like moving along with in the progress. It's right. Cool. It's like your graduating class kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. I remember you, we all were, like, stressing and tearing our hair out at the same time last year. Oh, yeah. You, you want you want to see people stressed? Walk over to the Waverly, right, where they're doing the test, oh, and geez. all of the people standing outside, like, one of the rooms are all, like, biting their nails and, like, sweating. Oh. <laughs> That's the worst. 
And it was like two and a half hours when I tested. That's how long we stood outside. Oh man, jeez. Well, because they do, they like they do them all at the same time, right? right. The judges are in there, and so then like after they're done, I guess everything. Then they bring you all in one at a time. No, no, no. So, so we weren't sure if they were going to call in the people that passed or call in the people that failed. Oh man, jeez. <laughs> so, so they start calling names, and you know you don't know if you're you don't know if you want your name to be called. Oh. And then right. Rick said, like, he said, the guy beside him, like, who put his knives down beside him, like, he, he wasn't going to pass. Like, he was not ready. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he his was, like, the third name that was called. And I looked at Rick, and we're like, oh, don't call our name. Don't call our name. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they ended up calling, like, like six names. And then oh, I think only six or eight people failed. Right. So after yeah. that, then the pressure's over. Like, they call those guys in. They tell them why they didn't pass. And then they call everybody else in. Gotcha. Okay. Whew, man. Yeah, that's that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like that. I think there. I think that's what it should be, right? Because it's a level of status that you're going for. Like it should. It should be hard. It should have some like stress to it. You know, yeah. you get past that level, you actually feel like you did something significant. So right. That's cool. Nice. Are you? Uh, what's your What's your plan for master? You think you're gonna try? Um, no, I'm not gonna be ready yeah. in two years. Like, and I oh, think, okay. like you, you can. And I've, I need to confirm this, but I've been told by many people you can only test for master twice. Oh mm-hmm. wow! Period. Right. So if you don't do it, you're out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> like, well, like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if it's like okay, then you got to wait ten years or something crazy. But, um, right. I don't unless you waited too long to do your journeyman. I don't think anyone's ready after two years because a lot of people say journeyman just means you know enough to now start learning, <laughs> right? right? Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like you know how to make knives, but you haven't perfected anything. Right, yeah. And right, I mean, that makes sense, right? As like someone who's a master, you should have some time, right? And of course, there are the like the outliers, the people who like, you know, Josh Smith, who did it really young. Like they like you have these kind of re- people who who are be able to, can push it and, but like just the idea of a master should be someone who spent a decent amount of years doing something. You've like accrued enough time and, and experience to say that now I can do this to a master level. And, um, like you said, like just trying it three years out is almost like a little bit too, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I could not, yeah, next year, actually next June, I could test for master. There's no way. Yeah. (laughs) Like I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to fail. That's the first thing. Like I don't want to go in there and fail (laughs) and I don't think I would pass on master now. Like. Yeah, people say, "Oh, your stuff's at master level." Like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, right. go go over it. There's and there's a section at Blade that is where the masters are. Like, they they oh, cool. they're like all their tables are generally together. Like, you right. go over there and it's like it's humbling. <laughs> <laughs> the master blades. It's fun. Like, I I um one of the one of the guys I really like watching is um. Uh, shoot, what's his name? The um, the ex uh, Lynn Ray. Oh, like, yeah. I love He's seeing there. like the, whatever any content that he puts on YouTube or Instagram, all of it. I love his knives and just like it's that again, that super practical. Like he like forges out and it's perfect and it's beautiful and like, but it also is not. It's not like 
I don't know if someone who didn't know knives saw one of his knives next to another um, kind of mediocre to good uh, like blacksmith knife maker, they may not be able to see the distinction, you know, right off the bat. Cause it's not like, it's like Lynn has, has so much experience that he's able to like just back off a little bit and just have fun and make knives that he likes to make. Right. So everyone doesn't have to be like absolutely perfect. Although they almost all feel that way and look that way. Cause his, like his ratios between blade and handle are just impeccable. So, yeah. But like not everyone yeah, has those like cool. museum kind of knives. Uh, right yeah right right and it doesn't and that doesn't make you a master it's like again that goes back to like you've had the experience and you've done enough and you've really shown that you understand what you're doing and you can like you could teach it and you could learn it and you could you could really push the boundaries of what you're doing which is that experience makes you a master at something i think yeah and i think schwarzer is the same um steve schwarzer and lynn ray and those guys don't make um like the big like museum like like the Kyle Royer kind of knives um but every single time right, right but yeah. they're masters right like they are definitely masters um right. so it's just a different style right 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 cool all right well my um my recommendation for this week is another knife maker and someone who's actually going to be at Blade show at uh table 3L and that is uh Michael West from West Knives um I heard about Michael West the first time I think he interviewed with the Knife Talk guys during the Dama Steel Invitational maybe last year or the year before and uh, his knives are really beautiful he's got these like really elegant lines and swoops and curves and he does a lot of stuff with kind of like stone inlay and just um, very um, I don't know if you're like I would say it has some like elven quality because of the kind of curvy and the swoopiness and how everything fits together and he does some really cool handles. I mean, uh, um, sheaths that are like silver and metal as well with inlay and just gorgeous, gorgeous work. So, um, he's been, you know, he's, he's a maker started in, I think like in the seventies. So he's been around for a really long time and just, just gorgeous work, gorgeous, like the fit and finish of his work is beautiful. And so I'm, he's one of the guys and I'm really excited to see his work at blade show. Um, and he's been posting some of the stuff he's going to be bringing. So, it's going to be really cool. So check him out on Instagram. That's West knives, Michael West. So good looking stuff. So I'm really cool. I, I so, don't, uh, I, Dennis, I, I don't follow him and I just did. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Super cool stuff. And like I said, it was, I think, I think he interviewed with the guys um, from knife talk on, on the Dom's invitational. And that's when I first heard about him. And then like, I looked him up and ever since then I've been like a pretty big fan of his work. And it's funny too, because it's a little bit, a little bit more, uh, fancy than what i my own aesthetic but you know that has nothing to do with the work that i like like i like all sorts of stuff it's just not maybe not the thing that i want to make but really like it's his work has a level of artistry to it that um stands him out i think against other knife makers right it's something about it that just kind of he's he stands out a lot because of the way that he does these kind of lines and curves and the movement and the um the like fit and finish is just top notch so yeah he's got some cool designs very yeah 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 really really cool looking stuff cool all right um dennis where are you going to be at blade show which table i will be at 230 back uh right beside the holland anvil guys who are who are fun to hang out with nice yeah kind of the back right of the main room okay sweet um anybody else there that you uh that you want to see that you're excited about seeing work somebody 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'll make the rounds yeah, and see everybody. People, there's lots of people. I can't even think of anyone in particular, but, uh, um, everyone yeah everyone <laughs> all the <Yeah>, people right. <laughs> sweet um all right where uh where can our listeners find you if they don't know you uh tyrell knifeworks on all all the things uh whether it's uh, uh instagram youtube um email <laughs> it's all tyrell knifeworks um nice. so they can find me there come follow me on instagram awesome. or watch the channel sweet nice and uh, and you guys can also like check out the chopper videos if you haven't seen them. Um, and if you are listening today on Friday and you guys are still here at two hours and six minutes, uh, you only have to wait another fifty four minutes <laughs> until the uh, the videos come up of the actual uh, posting of who won. So if you're listening, you get a little uh, early snippet of who won the chopper challenge and all the other winners. So congratulations to everyone. Um, Devin and I, uh, I will say not congratulations to our viewers who didn't come through for us this time around. <laughs> we asked them to put us in the top five and they didn't do it. So <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a blast. It's super fun. And, um, and you know, we're, we're in there. It's cool to see like the numbers. So thank you, Dennis, for all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing is... your katana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <we'll see. laughs> um, so make sure you guys don't, don't forget to head over to our channel, head over to Dennis's channel, check out the videos, let us know what you think, like subscribe, follow along. Um, if you are so inspired and you like what you're hearing here, make sure you head over to uh, patreon.com and you can support us there at patreon.com forward slash yard of craftsmanship. Those of you who are on Dennis's Patreon, you know who you are and you can go find him at Tyrell Networks as well. And you can win some sweet stuff as to be a patron of his as well. It's pretty cool. So congratulations again to, uh, I wrote it down. Matt Smith? No. Uh, yeah. Who's your, 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 was it? Oh, no. Your, uh, James Jones. James is, Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations that's... to James Jones. Um, and then also you can follow us all on Instagram. You can follow myself, the Art of Craftsmanship, and Devin, the Art of Camera Guy, and Dennis at Tyrell Knifeworks. Devin, it's always a pleasure. Dennis? Oh, yeah. It was great, man. Yeah. Looking forward to having Thanks. some beers with you guys in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, man. We'll see you at Blade <laughs> Show. Everybody else, thank you guys so much, and we will talk to you all next time. All right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.